Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 121 for March 27th, 2010. Yay! I'm your host, Chris Privetier. I'm here with my my friends, my cohorts, my co-workers. Well, not co-workers. Co- <laughs> co-slackers. Um, I've co-slackers. Got, yes, there you I've go. got uh, first Anna-Marie Neufeld, slacker, Canadian extraordinaire. Lots of uh, I spellings. think that title goes to Andrew. It goes to Andrew? All right. It really does, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, penultimate slacker, Canadian. And then... I've got, uh, where is he? San Francisco, San Francisco, Los Angeles. Los Angeles, Cisco native. SoCal. 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 SoCal, SoCal. native. <laughs> Emmanuel Marino. Uh, it's nice and warm here. <laughs> yeah, don't remind me. How warm is it? I don't know. <laughs> Ooh, this is it is. It's 81. <laughs> yeah, it's yes, warmer, warmer than, than Chris. Yeah. That's all that matters. That's always true. <laughs> all right. <laughs> in the middle of the summer. All right, and uh, finally, Chief Slacker on the site, Michael Tidwell. Chief Slacker. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. Was it? Yeah. I've been waiting like four weeks for code from you. I am hacking different code now. <laughs> That's great. I still it has code mine. nothing to do with anything you want. <laughs> I have. I need my code still. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you rate, give me a raise. I'll think guys, about it. guys who listen to the show and are upset about how crappy our forums are, it's Michael's fault right now. Oh my god. Send gosh. him an email, dragon at rpgamer.com. No what horrible, horrible code I have to write to fix them. I too. know, but you are capable. I believe in you. So, oh no, so it's, it's, it's mostly done. We're hiring a new programmer. It doesn't pay, but you get awesome. You get awesome props. That's all you get. We have nothing to offer you except hacking together. No, no, no. I, I think if we actually had someone. Who came in and got the boards working? They would instantly get employee of the month. I think mean, <laughs> no one yeah. else has got that it's, done. You're so it's, close, it's dude. You're so familiar. close. I know have, I am. For those that aren't familiar, we actually have a cute little program where we have like employee of the month, where if you do a lot of good work, you get a free game. <laughs> or you could go get a part-time job, work less hours, and just buy a game. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> it's like, well, let's, let's make that very clear, okay? I mean, yeah, let's make it clear. It's $60. You think how many hours you have to work at minimum wage to make $60 and get back to me. Yeah. <laughs> now, some months, there's a lot of slacking. So, yes, you could maybe, maybe. Yeah, maybe ahead. you could pull it off certain months. <laughs> but, you know, usually it takes a fair amount. You got to write some good reviews, a number of them, or, you know, you got to put some effort in, make a number of nice Try iPhone feature. game related columns or something. I don't know. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> that wasn't really meant hey, as I an insult. I forgot to introduce somebody. Who? Oh, I'm Manny. Yes. We introduced Manny. He's so kale. What? And I'm oh, warm. I... He's warm. <laughs> That's right. He's, he's, and he's so warm. kale Goodness. and he's warm. <laughs> well, Anna's off to a good start. <laughs> good job, Anna. Already forgetting half the show. All right. So... Uh, I was going to say, we haven't talked that long. All right, we got some feedback. Uh, First off, if you'd like to send feedback to the show, you can do so by sending email to podcast at rpgamer.com, or you can send us an audio file. We'll play it right here on the air. You could also send us, uh, like I said, just an email. You can post in the message boards at board.rpgamer.com. And, of course, finally, as I stall for time, you could call us at our Google Voice number at 608-729-4098. And, hey, you had it. I'm just that impressed. Well, it, it, it came up by the time I was done stalling. Is really right. Very, it was very nice. <laughs> if you had actually not said you were stalling, we might have actually thought you were on the ball. Well, yeah, you're right. Um, that's how you leave feedback <laughs> for the show. Then we read it for you just like this. First off, an email from Dorothy Hawk. 
Um, except, uh, let's see. Dear RPG Cast, it's Dorothy again. You know the one you called Dorothy last week. You were one sound off. All right, so here's where I need help, guys. Um, she says I called her Dorothy with a T-H-Y, but her name mm-hmm. is spelled Dorothy with a T-H-E-A. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, I'm saying it wrong, so I'm guessing it's actually supposed to be Dorothea? I was thinking Dorothea. Dorothea, Dorothea. I'm going to go with Dorothea, um, except that's two Just sounds Just to be off. completely wrong. Okay. Well, okay. Dorothea. Dorothea. All right. Dorothea. I was just Dorothea. going with Dorothea. I Dorothea. Think that was what well, I was there's, no, there's no like A-Y. Well, what is it? Maybe what it's Dorothea. And you have to like stress that. Spell how the about you write in next week and let us know how to pronounce it? Yeah, we need, I'm, until then, I'm, you're getting Dorothea, all right? I'm sorry. Not nearly. Why don't you just call in? <laughs> yeah, not, just call in Dorothea. <laughs> Dorothea. <laughs> no, there's an O in there, too. Um, Where Badger. Where Badger in our chat room um, is, is complaining. That I'm, I'm doing complaining it Complaining is guessing. He's guessing, you're right. Not nearly as off as I was, says Dorothea. I had no idea it would take you 13 minutes to respond to my feedback. She wrote in last <laughs> week talking about um, how we get distracted. <laughs> it really did. And we got really distracted. Um, she says, more than half That's was derailment shiny. and the rest was taken out of context. Of course, how could it not be taken out of context when there was no information to support the intended context? Well, that's right. It is your fault, Dorothea. Thank you. <laughs> the first point I tried to make was sometimes you get a little too off topic and that can inter- interrupt the flow of the cast. I understand that derailment is a part of podcasting, but when it makes it difficult to listen to your podcast, there is too much of it. Ouch. How does it make it difficult? Ouch. I mean, we just got we're talking at some point. I know, but apparently it's too hard to keep up. Is that, well, we're just is that a, is that, that... A, is that a, is that a uh, common feeling? It gets People a little confusing know. when we jump from topic to topic. Yeah. Even okay. I've complained about that. Oh, I don't know. Well, that's like jumping from topic to topic. I think that's, that's not just random derailment. But apparently, apparently, it's too much. Mm. Hey, we were raised. The problem on... is, is that we derail and then we like attempt to get back on track, and we end up kind of jumping around before we settle down again. So we should keep going down the rat hole first, and yeah, then go back we should on basically track? just keep going until we get so tired. We're like, all right, what the hell's next story? I, I guess that's hey, what it works for Leo Laporte. <laughs> it did, and Jeff Green. Yeah, the first point I tried to make. Oh wait, no, she already said that. Um, secondly, I know Ethan is no longer a member of the site. What I meant was maybe you could record the segment for reviews beforehand, like the Head to Head podcast, and play it on the show. I agree, Dorothea. That would be a great idea. Can someone remind me how Ethan got involved in this conversation? He was doing the Head to Head podcast. Oh, she right. wants reviews on the show, and I agree. I want reviews too, but scheduling that is um, something I've been too lazy to get around to doing right now. So that's yes, something definitely. I should look into. It's also really tough because, like, Adrian works night shifts. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he gets up at, you know, 9 or 10 o'clock at night, goes to work, comes home, stays up till 10 in the morning, and then goes to bed. Yeah, that would be hard to get Adrian then. So yeah. this is why sometimes it's very difficult to get Adrian on a podcast. Yep. I don't know. Adrian needs to pre-record. I could, I could interview and Seventh, I mean, and he could make fun of me for half an hour. That'd be great. That'd be just like the podcast. <laughs> yeah, just like the podcast. We'd be cool with that. Yeah, I know. All right. Uh, finally, she says, Ouch. Mass Effect 2, I had no trouble getting the best ending. I, in fact, thought it was easy to get and was really asking for a spoiler-laden discussion at the end of an episode, maybe after Manny beats it. I agree. Maybe after Manny beats it. <clears throat> I'm going to debate Manny. one thing, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I disagree with calling it the best ending. Um, I don't think this game is that avant-garde. I think it's clear that's the best ev- ending. I don't. I, th- I think you're trying to make think too much of an artistic I think statement I think that's about, the oh, it's the intention ending. of the developers that you... It is. Otherwise, how could they make it so easy for Dude, these things to happen? 
even even Heavy Rain, which is a game that is truly designed with that intent that how you play it the first time is the ending you're supposed to have. There's only like one ending. That's the ending you fall into. Even that, no, I, people are like, there's good endings and bad endings. It, it rolls into Mass Effect Three. I don't think there's the best ending. I think there should be the ending you you know you have to live with. I think when you just do it yourself, it's like well you're cheating yourself. Um, you're like, unless I'm, I'm going to make sure ending, that I only get this one ending. Unless your ending excludes you from content in the third game, in which case I think you're getting. I don't. Off. Bioware is not that stupid. If you can't do something because of something happening in the end game, then maybe that person will have someone else. Instead, you know, okay. it's like but if if I, I get there's I like there's far. there's a chance that you know comedy and stuff that would have happened can't just can't because of the way it works. Okay, well maybe like the lines would be different. Yeah, and that that you're effectively you're opting out of certain content that you might enjoy. I think I don't that's know if hurting the game. Out is well, if you if you think it's truly just optional, or I don't know, then you're opting out. Basically. You know, I would love for Mass Effect Three is like the coolest. Most amazing character ever. Nobody gets to have because your party's full up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, that's it, awesome. If they do that, that'd be funny. That would be awesome for all. And you I would effects. go back and make me. Maybe... <laughs> you would go back and make sure you could get room. <laughs> yeah, I would go and make room. I'll leave it at that. All right. Nice. That wasn't spoilery at all. <laughs> I would dismiss Not to somebody. like hammer. I would could, dismiss somebody from my. Yeah, we could just tell Jack to go to hell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's creepy. Anyway. Um, <laughs> She's uh, creepy. Uh, a girl character is creepy. Uh yeah. Think a girl her, character. Uh, you haven't met Jack. <laughs> First of all, you haven't met Jack, and you haven't done her uh, loyalty mission. Oh my. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Did you romance the, Jack, Michael? I haven't played any of the Mass Effect. Stuff. I was a girl. Oh, you can't. Yeah, you're right. I don't think Jack goes that way. Well, but she no. has. I no. think you can. No. Are you sure? Oh. No, and I'm not going that route. You're not going that route. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As for the discussion topic, I believe that it is Final Fantasy 13 that has been the shape of RPGs of the past years. Wait, what? I believe what? it is. I believe that it is Final Fantasy thirteen that has been shape BRPGs of the past years. I have not played the game yet, but from what I know, it sounds like they have been influenced by games like Persona 3 and the other RPGs, that faster-paced battle system. Oh, okay. Uh, I, would, I, I would disagree with that, just because the battle system is so much faster-paced. It's, it's very different. It's more like somebody I was listening to the Amplified Gamers podcast... Um, no, not. I was listening to Weekend Confirmed, Garnet Lee's new podcast over at Shack News, and they were talking about how the the Final Fantasy Thirteen po- battle system is more like a coaching battle system, where you're like saying, "Oh, you guys do this now, all right, no," and then you watch them do it. Oh, you guys do this now, and yeah, yeah that's a little different. That, they're not the first people to figure that out. Yeah, that is the first twenty hours of the game. Yeah, and uh, I thought it was interesting because they did float the idea of uh, maybe making a sports RPG. So take like, Madden. Like- Take a a sports RPG. Soccer. Yes, we're talking about soccer. Yeah, no, I mean like taking Madden and adding a Final Fantasy 13 style battle system where you're like, okay, Uh, now you you push offense. (laughs) Um, Have you played Inazuma 11? (laughs) No, but I know how to You're not coaching. You're actually controlling. Mm. Would it be like that one Japanese baseball game with those little squat characters that look like Lego people? (laughs) 
there's not just one Japanese baseball game like that. I was going to say, that doesn't narrow it down a lot. That doesn't really narrow it down very much. It's from Konami, the pro baseball. uh, Michael, it's It's the one you have. Isn't that yeah, know, like it's saying it's like the game with the fantasy character? It's fun, but you don't play it. You said, oh, it's too much coaching. No, no, no. I said I didn't get to swing the bat like yeah. I thought, and then I figured that out, and then I did. And then I was like, well, but I don't play my Wii, so it's okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, this would be more like where you're not trying to control the passes, but you're you're trying to control, like, I don't know, the style play or the downs and what should we try to go? I don't know. I don't right. know how it would work out, but it, I thought I thought it sounded interesting to turn. No, no, no. I, I, I kind of see where they're going because they're like, I don't tell Vanille to cure. I tell her to heal people and she figures out what to do. Mm-hmm. So I'm not telling you to throw it to that guy 30 yards down the field, but I'm telling you we need to get 30 yards. So figure it out. Well, uh, if you're going to do that, well, you're always going to say get 30 yards. But <laughs> no, 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 because it's a risky play. Oh yeah, yeah, fair enough. And we need to, we need to, we need to weaken their defense first. Right, and we need oh, to wear down. So their we, need, front we can have, line. we can have football. How do football players debuff? Um, that'd be awesome. How do you when they're on the, the ground? Team? You punch them in the cage for, in the rib cage <laughs> while the uh, while the ref isn't looking. I don't debuff know. kidney uh, shot. I <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Icy hot, yes. That's, that's, that's your restorative <laughs> items. Yeah, that's, that's what you're gonna, get, the white mage is the trainer. <laughs> when you get too hot, you have to go and restore your energy. Oh, in the cool the zone. zone. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. That, that's not derailed at all. All right. Let's move on. Master Chief writes in and says, Gotta correct you guys, not a shock, I know, about accessing the PSN on PCs outside of the Sony Vio. He says, Sony Creative Software is Media Go. Which, do we really have to what? say Sony Creative Software? Just Sony's Media Go software. Uh, it's a media application similar to iTunes. Oh, no, 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 no. Media Go is a piece of crap. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <That's> I'm like, <laughs> what, I read that and I'm like, man, people are going to not like what I just said there. <laughs> similar to iTunes. Uh, he, he, the, his problem is that he's only used iTunes on the PC. And iTunes on the PC is notably less slick, well, less quick, less fast, less good. Um, well, the, the thing we were talking about is that uh, Media Go is not the, like the full-on PSN initiative that Sony's been hinting that they were going to do for a long time. Yeah. Well, like, I, you PS- know, I figured mm-hmm. it was good to plug it for people who might have forgotten that they can use it with their PSP. Um, right. It, he right. says it's a rock-solid media management program that'll really rock as soon as Sony gets off its derriere and tells people it's there, which of oh. course won't happen. Um, <laughs> you know, the best part about Media Go is it doesn't work on a Mac. Oh, awesome. Well, why would you need that if you have iTunes? So, you know. Well, because oh, iTunes because... won't manage your PSP. Right. I don't, Sorry, you I don't manage my PSP with software anyway. I well, he's plug just it putting into it the out PC. there as this. Well, no, the I'm way. just saying, what do you have to do? You plug it into the PC, it turns in like a drive, you mess with it, you're done. Yeah, but that means you can only buy games either through your PSP or through your PS3, not through your computer. You know, I, honestly, is it bad to buy games through the PSP? It's, it's the device you're playing them on, isn't that okay? Store seems easier to navigate in the PSP than it does my PS3. It that store is just a mess. They really yeah. need to fix that. It's not as bad as the Wii store. Uh, well, I don't like any of the stores. I don't like the Xbox store. I don't like the PS3 store. Yeah. I don't like the Wii store. The problem is, is they designed them like you can tell. They went to someone with the UI design and said, "Design this, and this is going to have like 20 things." And they're yeah. like, "Done." None of and them And then they scale. put a thousand yeah. of them in there, and it's like, "Why yeah. can't we find anything?" None of them work at scale. That's absolutely yeah. right. Sony has <clears throat> resorted to having all those alphabetized sections and stuff. It's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's painful. It works, I guess. <laughs> all Eventually. right. Eventually. Yeah. It's 
Caddy Land also writes in and says, There was a mention of Shining Force Feather in this episode. It's rather annoying to think that Sega chose not to translate it or the DS game Seventh Dragon, but the company apparently thought it could justify the expense of creating dub dialogue in Stands of Destruction, even though I've heard very little praise for the game's dub. Stands of Destruction? Sands of Destruction. I thought you said stands. Stands of destruction. Yeah, stands of destruction. Stands of destruction. I don't know. Let's not forget that Square Enix has also neglected to translate a number of its potentially successful DS titles. Well, it looks like there will be official translations of Dragon Quest VI and Dragon Quest IX. I've heard no plans to localize Blood of Bahamut, the Estpolis II remake, or the Saga II remake. And uh, as Michael said, we may be happy to not get the Saga II remake. Just, um, <laughs> Saga is kind of a black mark right now. <laughs> he goes on to say, I'm not sure why. Is it because only games aimed at kids and parents are selling? If so, then maybe Square Enix should have localized the Snoopy DS game from 2008. Or are DS carts too expensive to manufacture? <laughs> well, that didn't stop them from bringing out Kingdom Hearts. Um, so, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, there are still some DS games. I, I added that. Uh, and now he goes on to say, there are still some DS games which are only planned for release in English. No, which are planned for release in English. And I've been impressed with quite a bit of its software. Um, there's been games which only existed as edutainment and games which never were previously translated. But despite the It's Prince money image meme, it sounds like the system days are numbered. Well, what? He, <laughs> when did he write this? Um he made, I <laughs> wonder if he knew. I don't know. He made, I don't think he knew when he wrote this. I'm pretty sure it, the news wasn't out. Um, we'll I, get to it, that later. You know, it's also just kind of common sense that you're getting to that point where it's time for the next one. Oh yeah, absolutely. But we'll, and plus, we'll we, had, we had talked about it at least, if not last podcast, the podcast before about what are we seeing at E3? Is there the new handhelds and stuff? It seems so. like it. Yeah. Um, all right. Final Fa- Silk Tail writes in and says Final Fantasy 13 is one of the worst in the series, though not so bad as 2 and 3. I don't think that very fair. Oh, she's responding to a quote. Somebody said, Final Fantasy XIII is one of the worst in the series, though not so bad as 2 and 3. Um, they go on to say, hey, 2 and 3 are old games, so you can't compare them to modern games. Admittedly, their remakes do a bad job of bringing them up to date, but back in their time, they were amongst the best RPGs on the SNES. Which... I disagree with that for the one entire reason of if they were so freaking awesome, why didn't we get them? Um... Well, first of all, they were on the NES. That was fixed in the thread. Oh, it was? Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, yes, it was a bad joke, even though it could be said about the Famicom games, too. Oh! Oh, that's so stupid. They were actually talking about six, five, 4 and 6. Oh. So were they crazy. really? Yeah. You know what? This isn't even the part of the letter I wanted to talk about, so why don't I just move on? This um, is lame. <laughs> Silktail did some math for us. This is, this is what I wanted to... Um, oh, ratio yes. of the gap between the DSi XL screens and the DSi screens. We were talking about the gap and whether or not it's proportionally the same because you'd need a bigger gap with the bigger screens in order to keep, like, to, you're tracking the little balls that travels from the bottom screen to the top screen that some games That's have actually programmed it in there so it's, like, real space. Right. Not to mention what? I mean, not to mention just some of the cutscenes and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, okay, if you want it, they took uh, rough measurements of their units and did the, 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 the comparison. Open at roughly 160 degrees. Uh, the DS light screen right. image is 62 by 47 millimeters, and the gap is 23 millimeters. The DSi XL image is 85 by 64 millimeters, and the gap is 25 millimeters. So that's a length ratio of 1 to 1.31 and a width ratio of 1 to 1.36. So the, the first number is the DSi is considered 1. The second number is you do the division, and that's the DSi XL number. So the, the length is 
1.31 times the the width of the DSI length. Um, the the width is 1.36 times Holy the, the width cow, of the DSI Holy cow! Are you going to draw a width. picture? And the gap, however, is only 1.09 times the gap of the DS lights gap. Right. So in other so, words, the gap does not grow as much as the length and the width grow. So well, they don't take it into account. I kind of thought about that after we discussed it. Mm-hmm. And I realized it was stupid to re- think that they would because they're trying to fit the biggest screen they can in the smallest piece of plastic. Yeah, but that's going to confuse people on some of these games that have... Have that's the, the such game a designed. small library. It's enough to well, yeah. It's only a handful of games, I guess. I don't really know, but you know, for those I, games, most, it's of, most screw of the you screens up. are independent. Yeah, yeah for a couple, like Arkanoid, I would imagine that would really screw you up. You're like, what's going on? You've Got to warp your mind around it to try it. All right. Okay. Uh, let's move on. New releases this week. We've got Mimana Yar Chronicle for the PSP, and everyone's oh. favorite. What? Oh, I don't know. Dang, I can't say it. Never mind. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> and... I, I had I had something to say, but then I, I don't know if I can. Okay. Maybe I should. Let's do this. Let's let's break our journalistic integrity. All right. So we can't get a review copy of this game because if we do, we're embargoed for three weeks. What? Yeah. But if the they game comes out next week. If they send us a copy... We cannot review it for three weeks post-release. Does that scream good game to you? No. That screams like the weirdest exclusivity deal I've ever heard of. No, it's it's not even that. It's like we want the reviews to come out after everybody's bought it. Oh, so yeah. I'm glad you guys have chosen not to, but who's the poor sap who's got to review it then? Um, actually, gotta, I don't know. He's got to go pay for a retail copy of this. This is a bad game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. That's so not the, that. Let that be RP Gamer's word of warning. Exercise extreme caution on me. Maybe you should Mimana wait three ER. weeks before buying this game. <laughs> wait for Just some reviews, say. and it might take up to three weeks. <laughs> Myanmar Chronicles, the best game ever. Myanmar? No. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Wait, excuse me, excuse me, that's incorrect. Burma Chronicles. Burma Chronicles, okay. Burma Shave. All right, Soccer Wars So Long, My Love is coming out next week as well. Finally. Finally. The, the hotly anticipated, finally coming. Can't wait. So I can sit on my shelf behind Final Fantasy Thirteen, which I still haven't finished. I'm probably going to be playing this as soon as it arrives. We'll see how far I get in some of the other games I have coming at the moment. Cool. All right, and that's it for our new releases. Oh, wait. You know, I just saw we got a we got a voicemail. So let's play a voicemail. Oh, goody. Play. Oh, uh, I guess while you're getting that ready, hey. apparently our, our on mind. No, what was that? I was gonna say Mac is playing Soccer Wars. He said he just tweeted Soccer Wars is fun in Chapter Three now. Man, these are long. Michael yes, has played are. most of Soccer Wars Five yeah. actually already. Are yeah. you going to have a review for Day Zero? Um, I hopefully have it a few days before. Well, Isn't it, it coming that's out like, now, Mike. in three days? <laughs> like, I was hoping for Monday it would be proofed and up. Okay. We that should put a challenge out that he should call us and like hide under his desk again. <laughs> 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 All right, let's, let's, let's check this message out. Let's see what we got. Hey, this is Draconis. Asking if any of you guys who have been playing 13 have unlocked Mission 54 yet. If not, I'll give you the secret. 
if I uh, typed it off one line for you guys. Bye. What? If All I, right, I'll for, give you the secret if I type it off in one line for you guys. I don't know what he's talking about. To show how awesome I am at 13, I'm going to open my guide that was sitting right next to me. I'm pretty sure none of us have done Mission 54 on the podcast. I've done 56. Yeah, I know you did. But that's that's the highest one you did, and it like okay. stuck out, right? According to the guide, yeah, this is like the seventh to last mission you should do. Okay, so no. So I don't think, no, we've done this. No, we have not done Mission 54. <laughs> Sorry, Draconis. we got a ways to go before we get that platinum trophy. <laughs> oh, you need a chocobo. I don't have one yet. Mm-hmm. All right. So no, we haven't done that because I'm only in chapter eleven, and I'm and I'm pushing towards the end of the plot. I still yeah, I want to finish the plot and then go back. I mean, I'll kill Marks on the way. Yeah, but but yeah. Yep. I did kill a Mark where the guide said that I should never try it. Awesome. It was like there's this Mark that you can get. Did you? But we highly start? recommend you don't try. Oh yeah. You did. Oh nice. It was like a three-and-a-half-minute timer, and I did it in a minute and 26 seconds or something. Oh, you're doing good, man. I love Saz and his haste spell. It's just awesome. I was just reading through their, their party descriptions, and it's like the party you are recommended for Chapter 11 is awful. You don't like it, huh? It is slow. You, I mean, it's like the That's way they're the doing it. That's I'm using, so it's like... <laughs> well, it's like the safety net team. You know, you guys are like, okay, well, I can't possibly die with this team, but you can never kill anything with any speed. Well, what do you I mean? Totally I've, got, I've got two Ravagers and a Commando. What more do I need? Um, but no, because if you get in trouble, you're like, you back up and you have to do your buffs and everything, and it takes too long. Well, what do you do that you do buffs too? First of all, I get in trouble. In Chapter 11, uh, Hope doesn't have haste. I guess he does. He does? Mine doesn't. Of course, mine has a lot of points to spend. Oh, you're right. I may not have gotten that till chapter 12. Right. You don't get that till I think, level well, 9. Well, right now, my hope does have haste, so that helps. Right. I mean, once he has haste, and then I can do haste and protect with one guy, that's kind of cool. Yeah. But until then, it's all Vanille and Saws for me. And then Fang, tier, tier 2 weapons, so. Mm-hmm. All right. Final Fantasy 13 geeking aside, let's get into the news. <laughs> <That was fun. laughs> First off, I want to plug a review we got up on the site this week. Um, Adrian has reviewed Fragile Dreams, Farewell Rain, Ruins of the Moon. Uh, this is the creepy post-apocalyptic one for the Wii. I don't know if it's creepy. It's the... You're it was creepy to me. Out what's going on. Um, he gave it a three and a half out of five. So he seemed to like it. Uh, terrific art direction, incredibly atmospheric, dark, dark and deeply unsettling story. Oh, there you go. But he says it has a bare-bones combat system, the inventory system is a nuisance, and the localization seems incomplete. Um, all I can add is that I read a Nintendo Power review of this that seemed to dog on the combat system a ton as well, um, to the point where it seemed to drag down the whole game. Um, Adrian seems to like the game a little bit better than they did, though. So, um, yeah. he, I was talking with him about it. He's like, definitely, it's a... Uh... Well, it does have its fair share of problems. It's definitely an experience that's worth going through. Uh, yeah. It seems like a low score for that, then. But, oh. oh, Another one of the problems was he was um, talking about... Um, he seemed to be concerned that it was going to turn off a lot of people. Like, even in, in the... Both in the review and in the... Um, and in the discussion thread afterwards, he was like, this is the kind of game that I don't even know who to recommend it to, so if you are in any way interested, try it. Huh. Okay. I don't know who to... All right. Fair enough. You know, it's funny. There's quite a few of these Wii games going out, coming out right now. Um, 
what was it? The, the most recent Silent Hill, Shattered Memories, was like this, where people criticize the controls, but the overall experience, the storytelling, and atmosphere was what really drew you in. Hmm. Parasite Two. Isn't that the one everyone dislikes? Oh, yeah, because they took, they took the Resident Evil system of movement and everything, and people are like this just doesn't work. Okay. The story wasn't that bad. Silent Hill Shattered Memories is interesting because it's true. Like some people absolutely hate it, hate it, hate it. But then you go to Giant Bomb or Rebel FM or any of those kind of people or GameSpy, they love it, love it, love it. It depends. What do you mean any of those kind of people? What kind of people is exemplified by Giant Bomb or Rebel FM or GameSpy versus the other sites? Well, you know, it's It's like a little more laid back and editorialized as opposed to much more cut and dry. Yeah, she got it. Okay. Is that true, Thank Manny? You. Yeah, kind of. It's just sort of like the people are just sort of chill about it. It's like the, the really sort of up, like, this is the next Silent Hill game. It must be like this. Here's the, here are the pros. Here are the cons. Those kind of people are just like, no, I don't like it. But the people are like, yeah, it was fun. I played a little bit. It was creepy. <clears throat> they messed with my mind, man. They messed with my mind. So basically then, you have to not really be a fan of the series then? No, 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 no. Because apparently Anthony Gallegos was a big fan of the series and he was happy. But then someone like Jay Krause from 1UP, who was a big fan of the series, said I hated it more than anything. Interesting. I don't know. It's got to be a little bit more chill and laid back. Why do you have up. it memorized? Who, wow. You were really into this my Amazon Hill thing. <laughs> it's, it's still on my, my Amazon wish list. That's why. Oh, I remember. Okay. Uh, Should I buy it now? No. That guy said yeah, it's good enough, but not good enough. You've got a spreadsheet be... somewhere, don't you? Hey, Look you should the... see Max's spreadsheet if you think mine is bad. His spreadsheet? Of what? You haven't seen his spreadsheet? Uh, no. I've seen the game coverage stuff. He has a spreadsheet of every game he's been, how long, how many hours it's taken, his personal review, what oh, platform, one. how much he paid for it. But well, I don't have how much I paid I, for it. I was it, wondering if you had a spreadsheet a just re, um, aggregating opinions about Silent Hill Shattered Memories to decide if you Oh, I do. It's it. called Metacritic. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Zing. All right. Nice. Level 5 um, announced this week that they have uh, two new characters that are being unveiled for White Knight Chronicles 2, Mew and Scardine. And they also Physical got... Mew. Uh, and they've got some details about the battle system. Uh, I'll save you the background story. Um, they say new improvements are being made to the background system, which include new visual effects to attacks, a greater sense of speed thanks to an updated action gauge, and new commands such as dash and charge. Um, level f- So let's see. New visual effects to attacks. Okay. A greater sense of speed thanks to an updated action gauge. Yeah, I, I think a lot of the reason that game felt so slow was just the way the action gauge was presented. So that's good. A new command such as dash and charge. Uh, I don't know if those will help at all, but all right. It's also adding live talk, which allows your comments, your characters to automatically make comments depending on the situations in battle, which, okay, I thought they did that anyway. Maybe I'm thinking of Final Fantasy Thirteen where they're doing that. So okay, so they they're adding something from Star Ocean too. Good for them. And uh, can they just add an ability to make the gauge go faster? Can they just make the game fun? That's all I'm asking. Just make the battle system fun, and then a lot of other things will fall into place. Also, polish up your graphics some. It's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> it seems like those are the two biggest issues there to me. And uh, make the plot not so trite. Well, yeah, okay, plot I'll give you. I didn't really get bothered by the graphics. I mean, yeah, it wasn't the best the PS3 can it, do. It's an embarrassment as far when you're coming out at the same time as Final Fantasy 13 to have Granted, but you know, I do remember some other PS3 game that actually, you know, made my made me cry with graphics. So, you know, I'm I'm, well, I'm okay with White It's Knight not Chronicles. that you can't do simple graphics, but it seemed like they went for the high-end graphics and just felt short. 
Like it's oh, you know, Disgaea no, three was, I, can succeed, and it's not going for Final Fantasy thirteen level graphics. But this game seems thinking, like it was going for super high end three D graphics, and it's just not even close. I was thinking Cross Edge actually. Cross Edge. Well, okay, that's. Uh, that's something else we're talking bad (laughs) that's something else dude (laughs) i don't know what it is about that game i want to like i've said before i want to like it and i think i should like it it's just missing something it's just weird which one white knight chronicles oh yeah it's clearly missing something weird i don't and i can't put my finger on it and i can what i don't give a damn about the story i was okay enough with the story except they didn't didn't do it well they could it have was, executed it, was... it better. Like they had like the beginning, the very beginning felt like, all right, this is the start of a good anime story, and then it just fell apart and it became very trite and well well explored. And I never thought it got going in the first place, so well, I don't know what you saw well, that I it, didn't. It, this, well, I'm talking like within an hour, it fell apart, so it didn't take. Oh, okay, long. yeah, because it was like by the time I'm done, and you know they actually oh, get it, to as the soon as the game? castle stuff was going on with the attack in the castle, it, uh, you're like, it, right then uh, you're like, uh, really. <laughs> That's this. Really? This is what you're doing. All <laughs> okay, <right>. I'm done. <laughs> and this yeah. is more fun in multiplayer, right? Online multiplayer. I don't know. Nobody wants to play. <laughs> I know. So those people lied to us. So we did game, game night on Thursday. To show up. And there's yeah. a bunch of people who said on the forums they'd like to try and play White Knight Chronicles. So I got on White Knight Chronicles. I was ready to start field and fender quests and try and figure out what the heck to do in the multiplayer. There, nobody showed up to play White Knight Chronicles. <laughs> Maybe if we had a dedicated White Knight Chronicles night, I don't know. All right, at next this time. point, at this point though, I, it seems dangerous to even try that. Maybe no one will show up. Period. Then, how did game night go, Manny? Um, it went fairly well. Okay. Uh, I mean, as well as could be expected for a first time. We had maybe, like you said, uh, missed uh, Michael ten people show up about, which well, honestly isn't that bad. Say, yeah, I mean. Not all of them were playing at the at the same, but yeah, I would say about ten. Which yeah, is, and it was, I, I just sort of broke people up into team captains. Uh, Chris was my uh, White Knight Chronicles team captain. I'm sorry, he, he played solo. It was great. <laughs> Actually, I just sat at the menu listening to the music for two hours. A <laughs> uh, uh, shop troll, one of our, um, the, uh, he's the one who has a who started the RP Gamer group, I think, on Steam. Yeah, he was in charge of the Steam group. I mean, and uh, I think we had like maybe two or three people and a couple of random people join in for our game night on Steam. And uh, we had uh, Jonathan Self, uh, nice. We had him be our uh, Xbox 360 team captain. We just sort of made a big party and like we had maybe uh, six, seven people rotate in eventually. And some of their, some RP Gamer friends brought in their friends and they brought in their friends. So we had like a good party going for a while. Excellent. And the good thing is that, uh, John happened to be like the the, most, the highest level person, so he just sort of gave a tour of Borderlands for everyone else and helped them level up. Oh, cool! Oh, nice. nice. So, when are yeah, we going to uh, play that, Michael? Yeah, that's what I thought. All right, what are you saying? Would you buy it for me? Is that the better question? I'm not buying I'm it. For all me. all three of us should buy the game when it, uh, <laughs> Game of the Year Edition comes out. So we can get all the DLC. Are they free. making a D- Game of the Year Edition? They're, yeah, of course they, they will. Yeah, I don't want to pay forty bucks for that though. Oh, are you on board for $40, Michael? If it comes with all the DLC, yeah. Okay. Or the majority of all the DLC. Okay. Fair enough. Then we'll have another game night just for that. Okay, so yes. um, uh, this next week, I don't, I'm going to take your advice, Michael, and just do uh, every other week. I figure that gives enough time for people to sort of... Uh, I, f- I feel like if it's a weekly thing, people might feel obligated to show up or not obligated and you sort of avoid the whole thing together. 
Right, because it's it's every week. Ah, I'll just go next week, whatever. But if so, it's, all know, right, so twice a month, I'm, it's more like yeah, an event. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to post up another a forum post where I want people to tell me what they think would be the best day and best time to do this because I got a lot of complaints saying it's too early for Pacific Coast, it's too late for the East Coast, and so I'm just going to leave it to the to the audience to decide when is the best time to do this, and whatever the majority I, thinks, we'll do it. I I kind of feel I mean. That maybe you shouldn't just be like have a cutoff time. You should have a start. I'm going to start at six or whatever, mm-hmm. and then just it's whenever people kind of wander off. Because I know like you you stopped around eight, and I was like, well, that's when I could actually be free. So, you know, the funny thing is, people naturally wandered off around that time anyway, though. So yeah, by the time you funny. were free, there was like only like a, a few people left. Everyone else had to go to sleep early or to go into packs or. Well, yeah, packs. We had kind of had the packs thing. <laughs> Because everybody's on the East Coast for that anyway, so we'll see. Mm. I mean, you know, it's one of those. I think just I, I'm kind of hoping that it will just evolve in its own thing, and so like we'll show up, and then some people will stay late, the more West Coast people. But we'll see how it goes. Yeah, all right. Nice. So I'll, if you if the, if you like Michael's idea better, let me know in the post I'm about to make. So now he's typing it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just. Uh... <laughs> I ordered off of uh, Final Fantasy's the Final Fantasy store from Square Enix. I ordered the Dissidia soundtrack. Mm-hmm. This thing's uh-huh. crazy. Uh, Why? You should go to the Square Enix store um, and pick this up. So on the back it tells me, by the way, you should know that the Square Enix member's point card in there is only intended for the Japanese website. It's like, well, that's great. Thanks. Um, when I open up, I get this little case. It's got two CDs in it. It's got a mono artwork plastered all over the thing. And then there's like an art book. And it's inside this really thick, like, heavy, thick cardboard thing with beautiful artwork and gold lame all on the outside. Like, I don't know. This is crazy, this Dissidia thing. Too bad you told me last night that the Dissidia music wasn't very good, Mike. In comparison. In comparison. I mean, I don't... I never... I mean, just playing Dissidia, I don't have the soundtrack. I just kind of thought the music was a bit uh, underwhelming. Considering that other compilations of, uh, you know, they make like the uh, the Chocobo Dungeon yeah. for the Wii. That compilation was much more impressive for me than Dissidious. It is very cool, though, to see this art book. I've got like, I've got, dis- I've got what is this? A mono artwork of like uh, Kane. Or not Kane. Um, Cecil. I've got a mono artwork of Squall, <laughs> Zidane, Titus, which Cloud. That's kind of weird to see. It is kind of weird to see. Good or not, at least you have a soundtrack that works. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, tell us about that, Manny. What's going on with that? Uh, apparently, every cop, every launch copy of uh, Shin Megami Tensei Strange Journey comes with a pre-order bonus soundtrack that doesn't work for some reason. Oops. Yeah, Aram yeah, was, big, uh, was working on it, and it, uh, apparently he just fell asleep with the controls, and they don't work. Yeah, CD Maker Pro. <laughs> he was using his image burn software and just uh, he hit the hit the wrong key. Well, I mean, he had to download it from Torrent, and you know, sometimes you get a bad. Yeah, file. I, I think it was just corrupted from the beginning. That's <laughs> yeah. what you get when you go to Mini Nova for your Atlas Atlas songs. The good thing is though, uh, you can go to Atlas right now and order a replacement copy for free. Oh, free where do you go? Just every... on their website? Is it just obvious? Yeah, I mean, you just go to the the either the Strange Journey official site or on the front page, and they'll send you out a, another copy. But you. Have to check a little box that confirms that you own the game and you purchased it legally. Really, I always purchase it legally. 
So in other <laughs> words, they're going to be shipping out like 300,000 soft soundtracks for 200,000 games? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, people. Hey, well, I, at least I bought If you mine. don't have a registration system, how else are you supposed to prove that you need it? Why am I the only one who actually puts my birthday into an age gate? Am I really the only yeah, one? Yeah, you really are. I don't know, uh, man. All I know is whenever I'm on game trailers, I'm 90. I, honestly, Michael, the the way all right, you you just don't realize is the unofficial rule for age gates for the internet. Right. Oh, it's one one. You you, you you autofill the first one with one and one and, and allow people to select it if they want, and then you start off the 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 thing and select select year, so they have to yeah. choose a year, but you just let the first option be nineteen hundred, mm-hmm. and then everyone's a hundred bazillion years old, but it 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 satisfies the requirement and gets people to content quickly and everyone's happy. You know, I would love to see if those age gates were uh, used for advertising dollars and you start seeing lots of ads for Depends on the sites. <laughs> and denture cream. That would be awesome. Um, I don't see on the site where to get my... Re- oh, here it is. Click here. It's, it's this little small text underneath the giant menu. Okay. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't call that blatantly apparent, but yeah, it's here. Okay. And then no, it takes you to the forum... And then you're like, oh, we have to fix something. Yeah, I mean, we could say uh, bad things about Or Atlas. if you are on the Atlas Faithful newsletter, they mailed you. Well, that's basically what they put in the form, was the Atlas Faithful newsletter. <laughs> yep. That's why you yeah, should subscribe. <laughs> good on Atlas for coming up with a solution so quickly and shipping it out to their fans and trusting us enough to be like, our Atlas. They'll our, be honest. Stuff. Yeah. Either that or they're like, well, no one goes to our website anyway, so... Ooh, so <laughs> I don't think that's what it is. But. but see, now I feel weird because I feel like I should get a new CD because it's going to take two to four weeks, mm-hmm. even though I haven't bought the game yet because I'm going to go buy the game in like next week. Oh my! It's goal. only the first run. If you buy the game in like two weeks, it isn't necessarily guaranteed. It's an Atlas a, game. There's only part. one run. No, there isn't. <laughs> Since when did they have hey, two well, runs? <laughs> well, what if you order it from Amazon or something? They're still sending out the the ones they got from the initial shipment. Okay. Um, I, uh, Michael, trust me, you don't need this, this soundtrack that quickly. <laughs> uh, you know, the sad thing is, is the soundtrack is even good. Not the music itself, but the actual soundtrack, there's only 10 songs on it. And the act, and if you bought the Japanese version, there's 31 tracks on that. I mean, honestly, oh. it's a sampler. They don't say, that's the sad thing. They don't say anywhere that this is a sampler. You assume it's the full soundtrack. No, no, I assume no, it's a sampler. No, you never assume with Atlas it's the full soundtrack. I never assume what the American well, release Persona is. Well, Persona 4 it was, right? Or was it? No, it was half. Oh, and you got the other half in the I expansion yeah, I goodie pack. No, I, the, there was no expansion goodie pack for 4, but... Yes, there was. It oh, if you pre-ordered it. Oh, the, the Amazon No, awesome. you bought it separately. What? The Bearsona one? The Bearsona expansion pack. It's, they called it you an know, expansion pack. It why did not do, have a how game. do we live it in a world where you can say Bearsona expansion pack and keep a safe face? Because uh, 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 that's what it was. I got a plushy teddy and I got a Persona t-shirt and I got the other half of the soundtrack. You're right. That is completely reasonable. What was I thinking? <laughs> I like plushy teddy. And it only cost as much as the game itself. No, it was cheaper than that. It was on sale for Amazon for like the first 24 hours it was up. So I just snagged it when it was cheap. It went up like 10 bucks after that. Fair enough. It's a good soundtrack. Forums. Forums are bad. And once again, I'm going to recommend people go freaking find that Persona Music Live DVD, import it, get any DVD, and convert that sucker and, and watch it. It's awesome. 
Persona's awesome. All right. Moving on. NIS America has announced a new property. Mm. Yes. Trinity Universe. Actually, we covered this last week, didn't we? Um, they had a, a no, they had a story that we had from another site that said that it was coming, but they had no confirmation, and I couldn't say anything. So, yeah, we didn't really talk about it. I thought I had a story. All right. So this is well, we, uh, Nipponichi Software, Gust, and Idea Factory are going to have um, games from their series in, in one game, or characters from their series in one game. It's going to be Etna and Prinny, um, <sighs> characters from the Atelier series and the Disguise series, of course, and um, players will have the option to play as Kanata or Roselia. Oh, I guess those are the original characters being made for this game. Well, So who's from uh, Idea Factory? I don't know if we know um, yet. I don't think it's been announced yet. What has Idea Factory done? Anything worthwhile? Uh, nothing that you like. <laughs> nothing. Any anything that anybody likes? Uh, well, obviously, if they're making I more games, right? I tend to like their games, but I tend to be in the minority for that. Like name a game, lady. Uh, what was that GameSoft exclusive game that was that had the awful, awful voice acting? I know what you're talking about, but I don't know. Control Force 2, Chaos Wars. Chaos Wars. Um, Spectral Souls. Oh, good. I did. Yeah, they do the Spectral Force series. Yeah. I liked the third one that was on the... Ignition released special Spectral Force Genesis, which nobody wants to talk about. I didn't think we got a review copy. Doesn't matter. I'm sure, no, I'm sure someone reviewed it because it was as awful as we expected. I don't recall reading a review for that. Probably saved yourself or you blocked it from your memory or something, I'm sure. Hmm, fair enough. And uh, we should move on then if we don't know. Nobody's named a good it's game just, on that list. No, I mean, there isn't any games that you've played. I think last week we were comparing it to Cross Edge and Snickering. Hmm. Yeah. Just from the premise, and it is, I don't know. Not my red heart, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Something red heart? What? Wasn't Cross Edge partly developed by red heart? I do not know. Hmm. Confused. I don't know who red heart is. All right. Uh, let's see. I think you're thinking of Red Banna, and no, they're under the Handbeatsoft umbrella. All right, sorry. I'm linking some stuff in the chat room. By the way, if you want to join in the chat room and experience RPG Cast live, we record every week on Saturdays from 9 a.m. Pacific or noon Eastern, and you can uh, you can come and listen and watch. Uh, go to RPG Cast or excuse me, RPGamer.com/RP. Uh, what is it? RPGamer.com/Live. Yes, our live streaming page, and we got a chat room in there. You can join. You could just go into the chat room on Espernet at IRS irc.esper.net go in there with IR, uh, MIRC or Colloquy or your favorite IRC client xchat whatever you like and come join us and of course we have that chat room open all the time for your Idea RPG Factory was chat, chatting needs <laughs> Idea Factory was part of CrossEdge so I'm scared now mm-hmm. okay so moving on uh, The Witcher 2 yay so we'll be excited, dang it. Well, none of us what have played there? The Witcher. I have. You have? Remember? We went through that whole thing No, you thing installed about... it, but you haven't played it. 
No, I have. Okay, you finish it? Some. No. no That's not. a long game. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like more than five minutes. It's so long. No, that's your state for a game. I, I played about six hours so far. Okay. Yeah, um, you're right. That's, the... that's just terribly long. No, I'm just saying... Oh, screw it. <laughs> I'm not going to win this argument. So. The Witcher anyway. 2 has been announced. Uh, Assassins of Kings. Um, right. What happened to their console version? I think that, that fell apart in the lawsuit and stuff. Oh, e- they exploded. Yeah, they that was bad. were supposed to happen by a third party, and the third party fell through, and no one wants to discuss it. Yeah. Oh, that's why so we can never get a phone I presume there's some sort yeah. of legal action going on. Okay. Also, uh, I'm not. The Witcher 2 continues to follow the adventures of Geralt, which is the main character in the first game, and they give you a spoiler about what happens at the end of the first game. Not that it's. Oh, cover your ears. No, I'm not going to say it. And okay. a new threat has arisen. You must take care of the new threat, blah, blah, blah. It's a fantasy game. Go kill stuff. So uh, look forward to The Witcher 2 coming out first quarter 2011. Oh, something interesting is uh, there's also a Witcher iPhone game coming out. <laughs> what? Okay, how's that work? It's called The Witcher Versus. Mm-hmm. It's sort of um. A one-on-one RPG fighting game, that kind of thing. Where you select attacks and you fight something on a 2D plane. It's based off of the Flash version. Okay. Have you seen the Flash version? No. Uh, all right, I'll get you a link while you okay. guys keep on talking. All right, so go look for that on the iPhone or the Flash browser thing. I wasn't entirely crazy about CrossEdge. I was thinking of Compile Heart. Compile Heart. Uh, that's, uh, that's different. Oh, it's no, a you didn't like CrossEdge because you got bored of the fan service after about two hours. Okay, one, that's a dumb statement. Two, I was trying to say Red Heart. <laughs> Michael would never get tired of answers. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I remember him playing it, and he was just like, I like Felicia. Fan service was not like. the quality that I desired. It and wasn't that I got <laughs> Wait, what are you talking about, Compile Heart? Compile Heart makes shmups. Compile Heart did the, they published Cross Edge in Japan. They did? Oh, poor yes. Guys. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> they also did the 360 port, which. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Uh, blah 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 blah. Okay, so we also got in, let, go to our delicious tag at delicious.com slash rpgamer slash one twenty one to get this episode's links. And one of the links you'll see is a story from college or story a link from College Humor video where you see a awesome video of RPG heroes or jerks. And Can't you I just, just want to put that, that in the thread. In the thread? Well, if I remember. Yeah. But I have this link dump every week of Delicious, so I'd like just go use it. It's like I think it's weird done. that they would just go look at our stories after we've already talked about them. Why not? If you want to find more info on a story, I provide that for you every week. It's like this is almost planned to be a way to plug the Delicious links. Um, Why? Are you paid by Delicious? No. Okay. Anyway, it's awesome. You saw it last night, right? <laughs> yes, I it did. Details, oh, my goodness. It details um, the ridiculousness of a hero coming in and searching someone's house for stuff. So go check that out. It's awesome I always video. thought about that, but I never, you know, I don't have the artistic oh, talent to make a video oh, like to this. to make a parody, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I always thought about, why am I just stealing all their stuff? Don't they need this? <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Go watch it. Sorry, I'm having interesting Escaluda. Okay, what? Sorry, I'm just responding to people in the chat room. Oh, <laughs> they okay. They mentioned stuff, and it's, it's hard for me to do the hosting and the response. Live show is live. Well, you've got that chat room. I like to, I like to give them some, some feedback during the show, but you're right. I should wait until you guys are talking about something boring. Yeah. 
keep yeah, the baby first. Yeah, wait until is talking. We'll yeah, wait until Paz is talking, then talk to the chat room. All right, fair enough. No, uh, uh, that's so mean. <laughs> so who wants to talk about PS3's best home console library ever? Kevin Butler does. Yes. Well, <laughs> yeah, you said this is like a story Kevin Butler would do, right? Oh, so he would so do it. I, I think they should actually make a commercial of this. I, I think it'd be awesome. So this is funny. So uh, Famitsu did a uh, somebody did a survey of Famitsu's review scores, which, as we know, are the most accurate review scores on the planet. Um, totally. <laughs> according I'm to sure figures released okay. in the current issue, seventy-seven, uh, seventy-seven out of the hundred and seventy-one PS3 games Famitsu's reviewed received a total score of thirty-two or greater, which qualifies it for Famitsu's Gold Award. This means that forty-five percent of the PS3's library in Japan is gold, according to Famitsu's review staff. Um, that I'm trying to it, find 171 PS3 games. I know. Well, in Japan, man. In Japan. In <laughs> oh, Japan all right. In, all right the, compare, in comparison, the Xbox 360 Japanese library, keep that in mind, 104 out of the 240 360 titles. Uh, 240. This, this, the console that does not exist in Japan. Well, there's only 240 consoles in Japan, and so that's one per console. So. <laughs> 43.33% of the library of the 360 is gold, so the PS3 ranks higher. And then we go, let's see, the Nintendo, let's see, 23.2% of PSP titles and 17.14% of DS releases. Where's the Wii? Nobody plays the Wii. Well, no, 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 no. What do you mean no one plays? Where's the Wii? <laughs> The, the Wii is not in this story. That's a good point. <laughs> Where's the Wii? <laughs> I gotta look in the comments. What the heck? Where's the Wii? Oh, okay, oh, no. okay. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're here, taking in comments. They now. they give the top twenty. So here we go. The PlayStation Three is at forty five percent. Three sixty at forty three point three three percent. Followed by the GameCube at thirty six percent. PSP, Xbox, N sixty four, PS two, then the Wii at nineteen point four six percent. So there's a lot of crap on the Wii apparently, which we already knew. DS, yeah. Dreamcast, GBA, Sega Saturn, PlayStation One, Super Nintendo regular Nintendo, PC Engine, Genesis, Game Boy, Wonderswan, and taking 20th place, the Game Gear. Zero out of 184 at 0% goal. So top 20 was everyone. <laughs> I guess. Well, oh, did the Wonderswan make it? I guess it did. Wonderswan, yeah. one out of 179 games got Was a it goal. a Final Fantasy game? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's awful. Wow, the awesome. NES, uh, let's see. Let's see who had the most games reviewed. That's the PlayStation One, two thousand six hundred forty-five games for the PS One, followed by the PS Two at one thousand nine hundred ninety-seven. Jeez, Super Nintendo had fourteen hundred games. NES had nine hundred fifty-five. Wow, the current gen consoles are nowhere near the old old consoles for crappy game releases. What the heck? Oh yeah, there was. <laughs> It was like shovelware was like the big thing back then. But Kevin Makes- Butler should be should be touting this like you're saying. It should be like our game system has the most quality. Well, actually, that's too easy because it's true. <laughs> well, according to Famitsu, I mean, I don't even know if Kevin Butler knows what Japan is. So you know, mm. he's so funny. <laughs> Can you like you know, I heard names of, I heard of the of- things that he's been in? Commercials. All, all he is, it's, I don't even know if he's a real person. It's just this persona. <laughs> I you think see he is the, a real person. He is like actually a VP. That's what I hear. But is he actually like that or is it totally oh, a play? Uh, it's, of course, it's a play. Because <laughs> his Twitter is hilarious. Yeah, he's very good at this. Yes. I mean, granted, Twitter is perfect for this because he has to think of like two lines. And it's seriously. So what your the question is is there a writer doing his Twitter, basically? Right. Maybe. Are the writers for the commercials running the Twitter, too? Yeah, that's possible, isn't it? 
Yeah. Okay. Um, but we just need to find her some YouTube. Is what we need to do. What? Yes, please. Go. I'll, I'll find her. I'll find her. The. Uh, what God are you talking War. about? Kevin Butler. She doesn't know who he is. I don't know who that is. Oh yeah. There's like I plugged commercials for you to go watch. Go watch the God of War commercial. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go <laughs> get it for right now. <laughs> well, that you know it, that's actually you need to know his character first. I think. So start nah. with one of the older ones. That one doesn't. Start oh, with wait, the, start with the one about the oh, candles. Wait, the God of Three commercial. That's that chick who's whining about how she's an insignificant other. Yeah, and yes. he's like, uh huh. Thanks for coming. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's like he's like the VP of Crushing Skulls or yeah. whatever. No, you need to you need to find the you need to find the one where it's like, oh. what's what's wrong with him? That's the one you need Mac- to find. <laughs> what? That you commercial. Know, that commercial. That one's good. Get him. Get her that one. All right. <laughs> yeah, someone sent me that. That God of War three commercial mm-hmm. on YouTube the other day. Okay, I don't right. go go check that out. Yeah. All right. Um, Atlas confirms. Oh, here's here's one for you, Anna. Tell us what's going on in the world of Persona five, because you seem okay. very riled up. So here here's the thing that irritates me is Kotaku and a couple of other places ran this story, and it was like Atlas confirms Persona five is under development, and this uh, this is the title that we put in, isn't it? Because it was like At- uh, Atlas announces. We haven't run a story yet, unless no, you're but talking in way the, back. In the delicious. Okay, yeah. Atlas confirms Persona Five under development. Yeah, that's the title that's the of the one-up they... story. Okay. In a couple of other places, it's just Atlas announces Persona Five, mm-hmm. and this annoys the hell out of me because Atlas announced Persona Five before Persona Four came out. <laughs> Oops. So, I mean, we have known this game was coming for quite a long time. However, basically what they said was, we are going to make it and we do not have a development team yet. So now that they have a, now basically they've announced that they have selected a development team. And like work's underway. So Hashino. So this makes me very happy that people will like, I can't, I'm so surprised. They announced Persona 5. I'm so excited. And it's like, Come on, guys. Where were you? No, my favorite part is the ago. last line of this. The last line of this article, which says, "Expect a formal announcement later this year." Yeah. <laughs> like, come just, on, guys. Just again, How just to announce it one more. Do we have to announce that Persona Five is coming out? Like they've been doing this about once a year now. All right. So um, they, the guy Katsura Hashino, who was the director and producer of Persona Three and Persona Four, respectively, so he directed Three, produced Four. He will be directing this one. I believe. Is that what it says? We don't know. He's working on it. Okay. That's great. Uh, And uh, Shoji Meguro, which is the guy who did the music in Persona 1, 3, and 4, is going to be producing Persona 5. So hopefully that means he's doing the music again. I hope. And he says, uh, Hashino says, I want to add things that are being expected of the series. I also want to change things that can be changed within those boundaries. And nobody's talking. All right. <laughs> I'm like, why is it so quiet? <laughs> wow. I thought this guy called. I was, I was, um, I was YouTubing. Oh, Sorry. everyone's YouTubing. Oh, that's great. Thanks for just <laughs> You said to go find commercials, so I found three or four. Oh, my God. Yeah. Everyone's watching. So them. what would you want to see change? That's the obvious question. And what uh, would you want to see stay the, stay, stay the same? I like the relationships. I don't like how frustrating it is to crawl through the dungeons. 
Yeah, I, I, I would agree. I think Persona the, 4 did a lot to clean that up, and I think that Persona 5 will keep going along that route. Yeah, like, between 3 and 4, the balance got a lot better. But, I mean, 3 especially, it was like you spent 25% of your time in relationships and 75% of your time in Tartarus. That was not a good balance. I say we make this next Tomeki Memorial or whatever it's called. Okay. Do you guys remember that series at all? Uh, I never no. played it, but that's one of the dating sim series, right? It's like the most famous one. Yeah. You guys mind. Most famous. Most famous. Oh my gosh, you famous. have a dungeon crawler where you have to dungeon crawl. Oh. I don't mind that. I know, the thing is, I Mike, really the part that appeals to me of that game, as I've made very clear from Persona 3's days, is not the dungeon crawling. Sorry. Yeah, you're not a, you're not a dungeon crawler. I, I don't care. I like it. But they do the, the other parts so well. See, I'm I'm the opposite. I'm totally like I think you should just make the relationships easier so I don't have to freaking like time manage everything to do everything. I, I want to see those stories. That's what I like. I, yes, and that's so, the problem. I want to see those stories and if I don't use a fac or if I don't know Oh, my, okay, it's hard guide, to see them all. I don't yes. get to see all. Of I them. agree. Okay. That Persona should be a little better. Persona 4 was a lot was a lot easier. It was more forgiving, but you still couldn't get it all without like. You still couldn't do all of them. You had, and this is a long game. I don't want to play it twice just to see all the stories. Yeah, but well, you go to YouTube you have when to you're done. Well, stories. that I mean, being said, in Persona Three, it was really easy to reverse a card. In Persona Four, it's basically impossible. No. Oh. So you were like never losing ground. In you the could same do way it. You, you could do it in Persona Four. It was just. It was really hard, though. Yeah. You had to like really be a giant. Dick well, there was one. Okay, the cover. moon relationship. She was easy to piss off, and reverse uh, just with a conversation uh, choice. The 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 stuck up lady who likes to go shopping at the mall. She yeah, was easy to yeah, piss off. Yeah. yeah, but she's the you only. Know, I mean, you know, there's there's no, a no, lot no, of here, let, let, let's let Manny like, talk. Manny's been trying to get a word in for a while here. Give me one second to finish my point. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sorry, Manny. <laughs> no, Manny, no talking for you. <laughs> What's that? Manny? I'm sorry. The, the major difference being, I'm sorry for cutting you off, Manny. The major difference okay. being, in Persona 3, if basically there were some relationships where basically if you didn't talk to them for a week, they automatically reversed. Yeah, you're right. Persona 4 is a lot more forgiving in that yeah. you can sort of let a relationship slide and then come back to it and continue the story without being penalized. You're right, and I'm very and, glad and, you said that. All right, Manny, what did you have to say? I have two <laughs> questions. Um, is this going to be PS3, right? We don't know. Or... We don't know. They haven't officially announced a system yet. One Up is this, predicting this was, PSP. You know, I wouldn't be surprised. The conversation I had back in 2006 with Tom, back when he was still at, uh, back when he was still at Atlas, mm-hmm. <laughs> because I asked him, I said, "Is Persona Five going to be on the PS3?" And he was like, "Yes, no, maybe." <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. Bad props to my buddy Tom Hewitt. I hope it's on the... Con- I, I don't want to play a dungeon crawler that length on the PSP. I really don't. You don't have Persona 1 for the PSP, do you? I do, actually. I haven't gotten into it. Wait, but it's sitting on your shelf, and you're never going to play it. Yeah, I know. You know, the other okay. thing I find interesting... I'm looking is at it right now. Hi there. How you doing, Persona? Is Michael, you said uh, how uh, you were criticizing Chris for not letting the relationships develop naturally, and you don't see what you don't see in Mass Effect. But in Persona, that's a problem. No, 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 no. We're not talking about relationships in Mass Effect. That's the first problem. Well, if okay. the character dies, he dies, right? I mean, you don't see that story, you don't see that story. You're getting into territory that's hard to talk about on a podcast. <laughs> okay. Um, by the time you get to the part of whether or not people can die, the oh, stories are Oh, are we still are talking about Mass Effect? No, no, no. Oh, He's I saying forget. how it's a problem, how you can't have this evolution. And I said, that's fine. Except my relationships affect my dungeon crawl. 
If I don't uh, get not that, that much. then I can't get... You know, it's the one of the things. Well, if you're trying to collect all the things, you have to get all the relationships. You can't do oh, that. With no, that. no. In Persona 4, it is so easy to get all your main parties' relationships done. That is not a not available. Main complaint. party. Yeah, then that's the ones that affect your dungeon crawl. Okay, well, I haven't played Persona 4, so I don't know. I mean, the... Yeah, yeah, Persona yeah 3 it was does. Really hard. It does affect how many you can. Yeah, if you want to develop yeah. all the high end personas, you need to do all the relationships. But to to level up your party members' persona things, that's not so hard. No, it wasn't yeah. that. It was it was all about getting the high. You know, the ultimate ones that you get, like in Persona Three. Yeah, but you yeah, don't but in need Persona Three, they were unlocked one. via story. Yeah. It didn't have anything to do with. Well, yeah, he doesn't know that. Loved- all right, fair enough. He hasn't played Persona Four enough to know. Um, at no, 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 I'm talking about Persona 3. Persona 3, the persona, their next generation of Persona unlocked as the story evolved, as yes. the main plotline evolved. Yes. In Persona 4, they evolve as your relationship evolves. So it is, it's not barriered in the same way that it is in Persona 3. In like Persona 3, you have to have max student stats yeah. to get with you know one chick. Yep. That is right. Does that make sense, yeah. Michael? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I'm just saying that, you know, it's, I, you asked people like, well, there's too much dungeon crawl. I'm like, there's too much management of women in my game. I want a little less of that and a lot more yeah, dungeon crawl. Yeah, there is so. less of that in Persona 4. So I'm, so I'm they are moving that direction. Yeah, they are moving in the right direction. For, I think for both sides. I think the problem was, is that it was so unbalanced in 3. How many, that, how many people here have finished Persona 4? I it's on my. I, I have it sealed. Right, so me. <laughs> so me yeah, which sealed. is ironic. Um, <laughs> so I have finished kind of Persona ironic, Four, actually. and I can say that um, I felt that Persona Four let me focus a little bit more on the relationships. I don't feel like it got dialed back at all. I felt like it got dialed more balanced. I liked it better. I don't know. All right, so I don't know what I'm. Why are we debating Persona? Oh, because we want Persona 5, and it's probably going to be awesome, and I hope it comes out on a console, because I like the experience on a console. I would Otherwise, love I'm going to be setting. hooking my PSP like college. To TV. Oh, sorry. No, I was just saying, I love a new setting, like a college or maybe like an office building or something. Yeah, I, I do enjoy that they changed the setting. Oh, so you don't want high school? Uh, it's been done twice. Yeah, that's, yeah let's, okay. let's move on. Let's go to co-ed and colleges now. Because yeah, college like has never adults, been done in a Japanese the- dating game, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's just let's have the girls grow up. That's what I'm talking about. What, Anna? Why don't we have like a young adult in who's like? Because there's no way as a young adult that you come job. into contact with this many hot girls unless you're at a bar, maybe. No, oh, or Japanese companies have a like lot a of people. A large company. A large company. Yeah, and they're mm. very social. Large companies. So, so instead of answering questions, you're going to be filling out TPS reports. Yeah, hey, it depends what company you work for. <laughs> all right, and don't forget those, those those big company parties where everyone goes out and gets drunk later, and you see all these drunk businessmen yelling together in circles. Are you playing Yakuza? He must be. No, no. no I'm just. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now, what you soon may be able to play is Final Fantasy IX. Apparently, Manny, I am stoked about this. You're stoked about really because I played it like ten years ago. I don't want to play it again. <laughs> yeah, I love Final Fantasy IX. So here's the thing. Well, can't you just play it? Don't you have it? (laughs) Yeah, can't you just like turn it and put it in your PS2 and rock it? Um, My PS2 at the moment is in Daniel's bedroom. So Uh, okay, fair enough. Apparently, well, we wouldn't want to go go in there. Yeah, that would be awful to go in there. All right. So the the producer producer Shinji Hajimoto Hashimoto, excuse me, on Twitter 
put out this tweet fishing for opinions on Final Fantasy IX, and he's like, regarding an, a download release, everyone is so passionate about it that I'll be proposing it at the next board meeting. Look forward to next week. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Why does this take a proposal at a board meeting? What yeah, is what up with Square Enix? It's like, why isn't there eight. somebody at, 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 at Square Enix whose job it is to dole out titles digitally? It's like, oh, here's the next one. Let's get nine up there. Oh, let's uh, let's throw up Brave Fencer, Musashi. Okay, now let's do, you know, why Vagrant is this so story, hard? Maybe, Final know, Fantasy Nine, they own. It's not like they licensed it with another team. I, what is up with that? This should be like no-brainer. Dude, I have an article for you to read later. What? About just this kind of stuff in Japanese companies. Oh. Just how they do this process? Yeah, it's like this big expose about Japanese companies and how they're sort of so obtuse like that. It's like if there's a pizza time, instead of having like a normal like chill pizza day, they'll be like, everyone report to boardroom for pizza, mandatory pizza. Everyone report to boardroom <laughs> for mandatory brainstorming. Well, I have to admit, at my office, we do have mandatory pizza. <laughs> yeah, but nobody complains. <laughs> what about the people who don't eat pizza? No, we only complain the line so oh, long. Come, give me a break. Who what can... about the pizza who can't? What about the people who can't eat pizza? Yeah, or don't want it's to. It's mandatory. And if you don't eat, you're not a team player. If you're not a team player, you're not part of the company. And the company's not your life. You don't belong here. Okay. Uh, Manny's got it all figured out. No, Manny's right. I mean, there's 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 that traditional pressure. That's a that's a that's an antiquated Japanese view, and it's unfortunate because some people want to have a diet sometimes. (laughs) You know, (laughs) you just (laughs) want that diet. One slice of veggie pizza, you're ready to go. Yeah, you're right. I guess you could have a slice of pizza. But that's how that wait. That's how they pressure you into it. It's just one slice. And you can have two, and then you need. And then the drugs are in the pizza, <laughs> and then you're then you're part of the same thing with yeah. beer. Just the only beer. reason to have mandatory pizza is for the distribution you know, of drugs. Oops. Yes. Yeah, the drugs. Yeah, mandatory Kool Aid. You know. I mean, I already told you. Like when I was working Microsoft, there had to be something in that free pop because it was like I love Microsoft. They are so awesome. La 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 la. You know, I think that just. I, sure I think you, I think you just hated Microsoft when they didn't want you employed with them anymore. I think that was. I think that's what happened, Mike. It's not because you the pop. It's where I worked there. I was kind of like Microsoft, blah blah blah. And then I worked there, and I was like, oh no, Microsoft's great. La 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 la. MSN is. And awesome. then they're like, yeah, we're not going to hire you on again. Well, screw you. Screw that. <laughs> Microsoft is evil. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I think we found the reason, and it doesn't involve soda. <laughs> the whole Sorry. nine month experience, though, I swear it was like I was so pro Microsoft. I don't know what was wrong with me. Because you were excited. You're working for a big company doing lots of things in disorganized, fractured cells that nobody can keep straight. And some of it got out to the public and they could enjoy it. So, yeah. (laughs) That's Microsoft. What do you want? (laughs) All right. Fair enough. That's true. We did a lot of beer parties. Mm, Beer. I, I actually I would like to work at Microsoft. That's a lot of I have a lot of peers who went from where they work now and they went to work at Microsoft. What? If you worked at Microsoft, you would work like three blocks from my house. Yeah, but so I always yeah, but I wouldn't ever be able to leave to go to your house. You, I would it's come okay. visit. Everything you need on campus. <laughs> That's right. Everything I need is on campus. I should live I would, my life I would, there. I would come visit, and I would bring you snacks from the. Outside. I would want to go work on uh, the t- the team with E, or you know that the E on the Major Nelson's podcast works on the Xbox Live team. I think that would be cool to work on. They're in, you could yell at me. Still you could, in Red West. I used to work. No, like they're, they're in the thing. new. They're in the new campus. Oh, you want to be in the consumer yeah. electronics division? The, the oh. new fancy one that looks like the it has the glass ceiling where troopers look like they're gonna crash through and and there's a the lot place. of buildings that look like that actually. Oh, okay, well apparently they have a new one that has all this weird fancy LED stuff and. Yeah. Well, that's I wonder because there's some there's some buildings on the other side of Five Twenty and then this building in Issaquah. I wonder where their campus is. They have too many buildings. Well, it's the new one that they just started moving people. Well, they in just last built year. like the ones on Five Twenty. They built last year. Yeah, it's I think it's those. 
Oh, he's one of those people. Cosmo <laughs> traffic. What? Oh, but Chris, you wouldn't be <laughs> on my traffic. Okay, they that intersection is not designed to have that many people crossing that oh, road. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. We're in Seattle traffic complaint. Ah, I apologize, traffic. listeners. Oh, I, I just remember one important thing, Chris. You wouldn't yes, be welcome Michael. there. Why? Because you you're you're buying an iPad and you own an iPhone. Seriously. Oh, I'd have to go work in the iPhone iPad division or something. Uh, on Microsoft. The mic. They have a they have a Mac division. They I make do. a large percentage of Mac well, they have software a Mac sales. I don't think it works on the iPhone. Well, okay, fair enough. But they have Macs and they have you iPhones. Should go work on the Zoom. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's done. I don't think. Well, I don't think that would work. Here. First of all, I would do Windows Phone Seven, but I, I'm a storage guy. I, they don't need me. They might. Maybe they're making lots they and actually, lots. Actually, I believe their storage team is consolidated, so I wouldn't get to work. If I was going to continue doing my actual specialty, I wouldn't get to work um, with you any of those teams directly. Yeah, I was going to say you would be part of the uh, yeah of the network team. Yeah, I don't know if I like that. I want to work be... with like I want to I want to be able to go crash into Major Nelson's office and say, "Hey, dude, I'm going to play your." Well, Xbox. then nothing stops you from driving a shuttle and going to someone else's office. Well, the fact that I have work to do at a different building would. <laughs> no, no, no. When you're done for the day at 7.30 at night. You yeah, know, you just... in IT, it doesn't work so flexibly sometimes. You know that. All right. Kasumi. Kasumi. Mass Effect 2. Mas Kasumi. We have... Uh, I don't know. I can't stop saying Talk her about name. Kasumi. Kasumi. She's got, uh, she's got a price now. You can buy that girl for 560 that's, Microsoft points. Seven bucks. That's hot, I think. Mm-hmm. And she... so that you get the new character. And the content will last... Uh, let's see. We have previously reported that the content will last over an hour. Wow, what a great deal. $7 for an hour of content. And, uh, Cheaper than a real hooker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's yes, their new slogan. That, that should be their slogan. I'm uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable. And apparently the costume oh, pack sorry, should be out like now. <laughs> I don't know if it is. I didn't check. I don't care about buying costumes. Oh, And the Firewalker pack should be out now. Yeah, it was out last week. Um, yeah. So if you have the servers network, you should be trying that out. I just don't unless feel you're like, like going me. back to playing it right now. So yeah, I said unless you're like me and like you're gonna play Mass Effect two later when three is closer. Yeah, I gotta, later I'm gonna go in. I'm gonna do a game on like hard or something and and go through it again. Yeah, fun. I started on hardcore and it's kind of hard. Yeah, I know. I, I expect to pistol shots are like system. how many times I have to shoot this thing. Um, now speaking of Mass Effect three though, mm-hmm. 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 what's what's the deal? I've heard they're like mm-hmm. working on it now. Finally. Uh, so somebody named Norman, Christina Norman, she's a designer, says, Today I started work on Project Wombat for Mass Effect 3. Uh, we don't know what Project Wombat is, but the name itself has nothing to do with the project. So Cheap Ass Gamers Wombat is not going to be joining the game as far as we know. But uh, Well, you never know. They brought in Penny Arcade. <laughs> for Mass Effect? Yeah, the comic. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Um, so we don't know what, drag- that, that, what Project Oh, it was Wombat Dragon is. Age. Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Whatever. No, I know what you mean. <laughs> So look forward to Project Wombat and Mass Effect 3. That really doesn't tell us much other than they're working on it, which we kind of already knew. Wow, really? After you finish the second game of a trilogy... You work on the third one. You might want to work on the third one. Well, you know, there's always two human where you might not. Ooh. (laughs) You just stop after the first game. field there, wow. (laughs) I didn't even see that one That was a trilogy. (laughs) That didn't go anywhere. Yeah, Yeah, when is that coming out? Yeah, I don't think think it's happening. When Duke Nukem Forever comes out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so someone tell me about this new system. This is crazy. 
What? Nintendo. Wow. Oh, did you know that 3D is so awesome you don't even need glasses anymore? And now you can carry it around with you in your pocket? Can I now? Where do I go get this? Uh, from Unlike the apparently. XL, apparently. Yeah, so they announced a 3DS, apparently. They <laughs> announced a, a, the next DS five days before they release. <laughs> and now you know how I felt about Final Fantasy XII when Final Fantasy Thirteen was announced. <laughs> I know, because what was I all saying last week? Oh, I'm going to go get the XL. The XL will be great. And then they do 3DS, and I'm like, oh, now I have to think. Yeah, but you are going to be waiting until 2011 for this in the U.S. Well, so what? That's but only one year. you want a new year. one now. Uh, I, I'm saying that a year for a DS is is about what people I'm saying do. that's 180 bucks that I could hold on to and then spend next year and not have to spend 180 bucks twice. All right, fair enough. Who knows? This could be even more because 3D technology is brand new. So there's a lot of speculation about what sort of 3D is going to be done. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, when they're saying there's no glasses, I mean, so that kind of limits your things. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm now more curious since they said you don't need glasses. Well, you there's know a video floating eight. around of somebody who did some test software for a DS a while back, which basically shows that using the, an accelerometer, and so this was, this was kind of simulated, but using an accelerometer, and I guess there's an app for the iPhone that does this too, um, you can kind of assume how someone's perspective is changing based on how they tilt the screen and change the, the, the lines and perspective of the stuff on the screen to, to make it react like it would in the real world. So yeah. If you I, right I saw a bit, that you know, you shift some objects in front of other objects, and if you tilted it left, you'd shift them the other way, and and so it's it's all playing with perspective, which is one of the main ways our eyes use to determine depth, um, mm-hmm. and it's the only way that works for people who have one eye. Yay! <laughs> See Michael, <laughs> so Michael could participate in this. He was Michael was so sad when they announced this. No, three right. DS. Oh, I'm so sad. Well, an hour later, an like, hour later, this video comes out. And he's like, "Oh, I can, I can be part of it too." I can do that. Yeah, they thought of me. He thought I he mean, was going to be completely cut out of Nintendo's next generation system. <laughs> He'd have to go get a PSP two, and he was going to be all bitter about it. Oh, no, no, no. That was your thing. It's like, we'll make you the exclusive PSP2 reviewer. And I'm like, awesome. You didn't Can't... like that at all. <laughs> no, <what? laughs> what do I get? Three games a year? Woohoo! Anyway, um, you know, I just see the media going that way. I mean, now LG's got a 3D TV. There was Avatar. There's Clash of the Titans. Everything's going this 3D. And I'm like, dude, can't participate. Thanks, you know. <laughs> Thanks. And then Nintendo's like, "Here's our new DS," and I'm like, "You know what? Life's Screw just you, sucked. Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm done with you. I hate You're your so Wii mean. anyway. You actually your threw Wii your Wii work. into Reggie Phil's anime's house, and no, where he lives. I bet he lives in California. <laughs> it probably does. But yeah, and you know, and I saw this perspective thing, and I was like, "All right, that would be kind of cool." I mean, it would basically make the best Paper Mario game. And other than that, I wasn't really sure what else it would do. But I'm interested. I'm more interested now than I was when it was first announced. So I want to see what happens at E3, and I'll be holding off buying an XL until I see at E3. So one of the big things that's been announced for the 3DS is there will be an analog stick. Yay! No more D-pad. Well, no, I think it'll probably have both. Oh, like the 360 controller? Yeah. Okay. I can deal with that. And the PS2 controller. And the N64 controller. I mean, (laughs) no, 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 because it's like, on on the 360, you actually have that mismatched thing. Oh, I don't know which this is going to be. I don't know how they're going to So I feel like the D-pad is still part of the 360 design. You, I know you mentioned, yeah, well, it's on the uh, 
it's on the PlayStation controller. It was like, yeah, but I was playing Final Fantasy XIII last night. It was all analog. I don't know. Just you don't. I don't think about using the D-pad on the three on the PS3 anymore. It's kind of weird. Hmm. I talk a lot. Anyway, I use the D-pad so, yeah. on the PS3. Right. So we get a, a, a control, an analog stick. What else? Uh, Rumble packed in. Again. Again. Well, built in this time instead of having we to buy an extra. We can't do pack. Rumble on a controller that has motion sensing. Oh wait, yes we can. No way, <laughs> we can. Sony, Sony, Sony. All right. Yeah. So, but that's all we know, really, isn't it? Oh, yeah. uh, there's one other thing much... we know. E3, mm-hmm. they're going to be showing it off. Yeah, it will yep. be. That's what I said at E3. I definitely want to see it. So... Um, hopefully, they will let us in. Sometimes they do these things, and they're very, 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 very um, private meetings that only like IGN and GameSpot and like Spike TV get into. But we'll see. Yeah, Spike TV. What the heck? They do. I know they do, and it's like I don't that's understand. Because oh, they oh. because they have a television channel, Michael. That's oh, be- why they oh, have a television channel. Remember that? Yeah. Well, game trailers is MTV. It, you start you start a major uh, uh, a cable network that's on in all the major metropolitan areas, and you can get in the meetings too. Okay. All right, that's it. That's my <laughs> new goal at Warner Brothers is to get my own game channel. <laughs> when when my boss comes in and says I need your five year plan, I says to make a game channel. Right, yes. I'm just doing it right now, and he's gonna look at me like what? But that's okay. It'll be part of the new vision. Okay. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm sure I won't be fired next week. What are you going to say, man? <laughs> Don't worry, Chris. You'll have your own live show. I'm uh, sure. Yeah. Seriously. I bet. You'll just have to come hey, down hey, here and, and we'll have a budget. I have to fund it. Yeah. No, <laughs> if it's WB's, we'll have a budget. Oh, okay. Yeah. On yeah. the WB network? No, no, How's no. That We're gonna go? Okay. No, I mean, okay. First of all, WB is owned by like Time Warner. Yeah. So we could get like a real cable channel. Oh, wow. Yeah. WB was broadcast locally, dude. That was better than cable. What? WB was simulcast in a lot of markets. Oh well, yeah. So but... that, that like actual over the air is better than cable because more people get it. But okay. Except nobody watched their stuff. Nobody watches That's why cable they either. So... <laughs> yeah, but at least in cable we would have a budget. Yeah, we would. We would have a budget for a year. We just have to get it through WBG to WBIE and then to Time Warner, and then they'd be like, "Oh yeah, sure." Oh no yeah, it, this is going to be approved next week. Yeah. This Done. Is, this will go great. All right. I'm already writing the proposal. See. Oh, you know what else is uh, going to be great? Apparently, Fable Three, because well, it's going to be big. Fairly. Peter Bono has said we we always we always had a feel. I can't do his voice. Well, we always had a feel for Fable as a game that's got a big story that starts in King Arthur's time and goes through this big arc. So in some ways, we're playing out that. But this I've is like really sleepy. That's Peter how Bono. he talks. I, he does not talk. Man, this you sleepy. can verify he talks like that, right? All I remember is him talking about touching little boys named Milo. He did not. <laughs> uh, you go look up a Peter Molyneux interview, and I, you'll Peter find Bono I'm doing pretty well. I don't well. have to get a video. I but was I've watching him. But I've it would be thing. brilliant to be walking through Charles no, Dickens' he's London. No, soft. He's it still got an It was such a dark place, and very episodic, too. So we're doing that with Fable 3. We'll give you the first big episodes, and you'll be able to download new episodes, which is analogous to the way Dickens wrote. He's, what? I, I don't know what he's talking about. You guys interrupted me so much. Yes, Reeton says I, no, it is. No, I mean, I, I read it and it still doesn't make any sense. What do you mean, like Dickens wrote? He didn't. Oh, he's talking Here's about chapter course. one. Okay. If you want chapter two, give me money. Yes. Yeah. So they're exactly saying. What did. Yeah, I guess. Um, he never released an entire They're going to have episodic post 
post-launch DLC. So I guess you'll play through the game and then be able to download more chapters. Where's Anna? Oh, I see Here. what he's saying. Oh, hi. I see what he's saying. I mean, so what am I going to say about Fable 3? I haven't played Fable 2. No, fact, yeah, that's fair enough. He doesn't matter. Is, is so no, 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 no. It's 360 only, and he There's... doesn't want to play it on the 360. What? He wants to play it on the PC. What? Whatever. What a waste of time. Well, it's, Fable 2? It's, it's, a, it's a controller-based game. Why would you want to play it on the PC? It's not meant for mouse and keyboard. Because what? The first he... one was on the PC. Yeah. It works. It was like it's... one of the first PC RPGs right. well, I've played. played it on the 360. It works extraordinarily well as a 360 game, and I can't even imagine wanting to play it on a PC. Tell Thanks, Peter. Because he grew up on PC games, and that's what he prefers. Well, there's plenty of things he can play on the PC. Go get the Star Trek starcraft 2 beta or something or there's a lot of new there's a lot of new episodic content for star trek online i i I got like 14 emails he not only has the starcraft 2 beta he had a friend's code that he gave away to one of his coworkers. good for him all right so what are you saying michael or manny or whoever was talking we're not talking about the novels we're talking about how each novel is something in london yes so there'll be that story he's hitting at but it's like those are novels, not downloadable. I don't know. It just well, apparently fit. it's going to be really big DLC. I don't know. Could you imagine, what's his name saying that? This novel has two hours of content. Seven hours. <laughs> this is, yeah, Seven dollars. Over two hours of content. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, Michael, you've been looking forward to a sequel to one of your favorite games, Etrian Odyssey 2, right? Well, no. F-O-E. 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 I'm looking forward to a sequel to Etrian Odyssey that wasn't Etrian Odyssey 2. Oh, why is that? Because Etrian Odyssey 2 had a really stupid quest system where they like, we're going to give you quests. And we're going to make it so you have this quest. And you have a limited number you can have. So you can have five quests and there's no way to cancel it. But you get to hold on to this quest until the end of the game. So you actually get to get like three quests at a time. Yeah, sorry about that. Mm, okay. I was like, are you stupid? I'm sorry. Did you actually look at this game design and go, oh, yeah, this is a perfectly good idea. We'll have this guy. He'll pick up the quest. He'll be level 10, and he'll be able to solve it by the time he's level 30. Awesome. Put that in the game. Who, who agrees to that? Okay, so can't you just deal with having three quests? No, because you don't know where they are, and so if you're trying to pick up like everything in this area you're searching, you're like, I can get some, but not all of them, and you turned out, oh, well, that one actually was on that floor. We and have a map, right? That's all you need. No, the map. And the only map you're going to tell you where the quests are is if you're cheating. Well, you can't write on the map quest. You you what make am, what the, am I supposed to, you no, no, make no, no, the no, no, map no. in Etrian Odyssey, don't you? This is clearly someone who has not played Etrian Odyssey. No, of course not. The only way that the event triggers is if you have the quest. Oh, okay. So if I'm mapping the whole floor, it's great. And then I have to go over the exact same floor with a map I've already drawn, so I don't know where I've already checked, and then see, oh, is it in this corner? No, is it in this corner? No. Wow. Oh, here it is. I found it. That's awful. awful. Okay, so Etrian Odyssey 3 is out in Japan now. Famitsu um, reviewed it and says, let's see, they gave it a 35 out of 40, so 9, a 9, an 8, and a 9. The core charm of the series with its wizardry-style gameplay and player-built maps is strong as ever. If you're the sort of RPG fan who uh, enjoys exploration and the struggle for survival over plot and story scenes, then you'll love it. Once you learn the game and figure out how the skill system works, things suddenly become incredibly fun. I love the implication. Before that, it's crap. Before that, you're (laughs) going to hate your life.
Okay. okay. Uh, now that I'm no longer Robo. Uh, <laughs> Robo see. Chris Robo has left Chris. the building. Yes. Uh, what was I saying? You'll get addicted to filling your, in your map. So. Yeah. So oh, basically. Oh wait, wait, wait. There's criticism. The opening oh. hours will be a struggle. It's especially hard to build up money. Big deal. So some kind of guide for beginners would have been nice. And. Okay. It's almost like. Now let's think about this. It's almost like possibly that this could put a game where people who played it have played games before it. Almost like that. I mean, I could think that... Oh, you, you mean know, you shouldn't uh, start with Etrian Odyssey 3? No, maybe you should start with Etrian Odyssey, but that's just me. Yeah, but that won't give the company new money. Yes, it will. Do they have new copies still for sale? It's not going to count so. to their figures that matter. If you want well, to support no. them, you have to buy the new game. That's how it works. No, no, no. That's I'm just the, saying you don't start with it. So you play Etrian Odyssey, even if you only play like the first 10 hours. You're like, okay, I get it. And then you go on to Etrian Odyssey 3, which is probably... I'm, I, you know, Obviously, these are snippets, but I don't see anything about how the quests work now. I don't see anything about is the story worth actually reading at this point, because first, the first two sure haven't been. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like, huh. Basically, it's the same game. And you didn't address any of my concerns about two, so I'm kind of stuck. Well, you don't know for sure, right? Well, no, I'm stuck. I don't know. They don't answer my questions. My questions are the quests and the story, to which neither are mentioned, so I can believe they're pretty much, you know, unmemorable. But, you know, if you want to focus back on just doing maps and trying to die every three minutes, then I'm fine with that. I mean, we got Darkspire for that, too, so we're fine. Did you play a Darkspire? Yeah. Is was it good? Oh, it's so hard. Did you Oh, so it's too hard to finish? I don't know if I'll ever I finish didn't like I, it. I I I play it for a while and then I just I get tired. Right, Anna doesn't like it. It I think there there's there's a point where like when you're playing a hard game and you feel like you're making progress and maybe I'm not dying so much or maybe I figured out something. And Darkspire is like, "No. At any time, I'm going to kill you and you're going to like it." <laughs> you're going to like it. <laughs> so, I'm going to kill you, and you're going to like it. Yeah, that, that's basically the entire attitude to Darkspire, so I don't recommend I it for a while. There was some of that in Persona 3, too, but okay. No, that was the instant kill, but then you could go and farm you know, homunculi, and then you wouldn't die to the oh, instant kill. you have kill. to know where to farm them, but yeah. You buy them from the shop. They're not that hard. Fine. Whatever. <laughs> you know, that's a progress point. Well, I used to die all the time to the instant hit, but... Now I have this, so I'm okay. Yeah. There's never that in Dark Spire. Anytime I could build it up and build it up and build it, and it's still, bam, I'm dead. I'm well, like, there's what? one company who's been accused of making its games too easy, um, and they're about to have Square a new Enix? convention, right? Oh, right. Blizzard. I was thinking Square Enix, but yeah, Blizzard's good too. Blizzard's good too. BlizzCon, BlizzCon, BlizzCon 2010. So what's, what's the deal with this? Are you excited, Manny? Are you going? You know what? If it's in the Anaheim Convention Center again, I'm going to be free in October. So, yeah, I'd love to go again. And now that I have more experience with a lot of Blizzard games, I can do much better coverage. You could actually cover it. Yay! uh, I did a a decent job covering it. So what should we expect to see here at BlizzCon 2010? Uh, In case you don't know, it's taking place between uh, October 22nd and the 23rd on Anaheim Convention Center again. And I think we could – will StarCraft 2 be out by then? Um, it should be, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, StarCraft Two seems to be on track for a first half of the year release, so we'll Shouldn't see. Shouldn't Catalyst be out by then? Cataclysm? Sorry. Catalyst. I like that. No, uh, that's still looking like November. It, yeah, I mean that that could, oh, that'll so either, this be it'll, the big Cataclysm will either be out right before or or like a month after. So 
Sorry, Catalyst is the 13th. I think thing, Anna's but... right. Just like Lich King came out in November, this will probably come out in November. You know, then, right. then this will be the. This they may the have focus. moved the BlizzCon so that it's basically between the StarCraft 2 and. Well, the but Cataclysm. BlizzCon was October last year as well. No, yeah, I think it's it, just was October. August. it was August. It was August. Oh. Yeah, they, they oh, alternate right, every year. Right August and so you're thinking. Um, this is going to be StarCraft a big 2 is out in August now and Cataclysm out in November? Yeah. Yep. Okay, fair enough. This will basically be the launch party for uh, Cataclysm. Yep. Right. Well, I also think that Diablo you know we had sort of like this awkward period of time between BlizzCon and um, Lich King when it came out. Because mm-hmm. at that point it was, I think, the end of July, beginning of August. Or I actually think it was July. And it was sort of like we had this really awkward lull where it was like no news was coming out because there wasn't anything relevant to discuss. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe that sort of boom and bust Blizzard may have felt have hurt them. Okay. Because yeah, you want to keep that, they, you know, adrenaline really hot. So well, no, it's just they lost all of their coverage because everybody covered the living crap out of BlizzCon. And then all of the, I mean, look at our coverage for like, you know, Cataclysm and stuff. There's we have, no, like, they haven't released any new info, Anna. Yeah, there hasn't been nothing any to no, no, sorry. Look at if you look back at Lich King. I'm sorry. Okay. If you look back at Lich King, you will see like a huge string of stories that is like every two to three weeks. Yeah. And even not even just our coverage, just sites in general. And then there's like this giant lull for like three months before it came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we call that NDA problem. So, so this is a good way to generate hype right before the game, basically. And I right, think that's, it's that's sort of they want to keep that hype train choo chewing. Yeah, makes yeah. sense. You met everyone on the show floor playing finished copies of Cataclysm and StarCraft tournaments and one more new character class to play as in Di- on the show Diablo floor. Three or something. Yeah, yeah. So the, it's it, as the joke is going around. Apparently, it's your yearly chance to play Diablo Three. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, great, more Diablo Three, woo! Which looks like a 2011 release now, right? Uh, we hope. I think that'll come out summer of 2010 or 2011. I think they'd hold it to holiday if they could. Okay. Makes sense. We'll Makes see. me sad, but yeah. Now that I've Either gotten way, into the Diablo, when, thing, when Diablo like... three comes out, I'll be happy. You've never played Diablo one and two, though, have you? No, but now that I play Torchlight, and everybody tells me it's kind of like I'm that. I'm telling you, like... man, you should take the time and play Diablo one and two. Well, we put two on my PC once, and then, like we were having problems with it. I don't remember what that was. Um, I think the problem was you got bored that night, and you didn't want to keep trying to make it work. Oh, right, right, because we hooked it up to bat on that. I was like, oh, I'm sleepy. Yeah. But Diablo One is a better storyline. Like it's a better story. I, I would. Yeah, but don't have that. Diablo One, and it's a lot faster. Uh, yeah, it's freaking cheap. Yeah, they have How the battle chest online at Amazon. Well, he's already got two, so he needs to get one. Already on got two. Own. I just need one. Maybe I Steam think you could buy it digitally straight from the Blizzard store. Yeah, but it's like ten bucks. I bet. Oh, ten bucks isn't bad. I, for Diablo One, it's overpriced at this point. But well, snap. No, I mean, you, no, I'm sorry. You'll you. It, yeah, it's a good game and it's worth playing, so I guess that that's worth it. Ten bucks isn't bad for a game you think's worth playing. Yeah. All right, all right. Um, I would, I would, for a game I think worth is worth playing. That doesn't mean much to you, though. No, things you were playing. <laughs> yeah. you, you do the shmup thing, and I'm like, nah, I'm gonna yeah, go sleep over that. here. You're like, how does the ship not die? No crap! It's like the whole thing's full of of like little balls to avoid, and I'm like, I think there's like four spots one, on the screen. There's a one that pixel hitbox, yeah. Yeah, and he's like, well, the hitbox is small. I'm like, that's cheating because that thing went right through your wing, and you yeah. did not blow up, and that's, that's right. just not right. Yeah, that's right. 
I can lose all my weight. If it was big, you couldn't survive that, right? All right. I know, and that's my problem. Is I'm sitting there like dodging everything, and I move away. There's plenty of games like that too, so you can go play Super Star Soldier or something. So you play Super Stardust as well. Yeah, that's good too. All right. Um, here's one I know you won't be playing. Kingdom Hearts oh. 3. <laughs> You're right. Yay! I can be the anti-Kingdom Hearts person on staff. Right, Anna, you like Kingdom Hearts, right? Do you know what the story I is here? I do like Kingdom Hearts. So, um, there was an interview with Nomura um, in the Ultimania Birth by Sleep book. Uh, and it says that they are planning three new games in the Disney Square series. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh, Nomura says he hasn't actually started any production of the title because he's busy with Final Fantasy Versus 13. Yeah. Which, this is what confuses me about this, is number one, three more Kingdom Hearts games? I mean, that that actually kind of surprises me that they're thinking that far ahead, because that's basically ten years of development. Well, it depends. It depends on how... Developing, releasing, and localizing. No, that's The other thing is, is that... It's a, three games would take about ten years. No, it wouldn't. It doesn't take ten years unless they're all major console development. If you yeah, do unless one, it's Final Fantasy thirteen. Right. If it's Final <laughs> Fantasy thirteen, every time. But, so it's going to take us three years to get Versus thirteen, and then <laughs> three no, years to not. get these three games. So six years from now, you'll get these three Kingdom Hearts games. <laughs> so I mean, like basically, one... what confuses me about. I'm, I'm sh- guys, I'm sure it's going to be a PS3 game, a DS game, and a PSP game. I mean, doesn't that make sense? A 3DS game. Yeah, a 3DS game. A 3DS game. Sorry. Yes. A 3DS game. Anyway, a PSP you know, 2 game. Interesting. What if they made the Wii game? Oh. Shut up. <laughs> That's a good point. No, we're talking. me about this. Here's what confuses me about this. Supposedly, if they're ever going to make the Final Fantasy VII remake, it would be when they were done making Final Fantasy Versus Thirteen. Yes. Because that would be the team they would use. Mm-hmm. So yep. really, this announcement sort of confuses me because either it means that they're going to hold off a Final Fantasy ah, game. I can answer this. A, hold off a Kingdom Hearts game and make Seven, or they're not yeah. going to make Seven and make the Kingdom Hearts game. I, I have an answer to this. This is in a guidebook. That book was probably, the interview was done like probably six months ago or something. So if mm-hmm. they're changing plans regarding regarding Final Fantasy VII, then that's going to change all this because it can't. There is the something fact. wrong with that though. What? Because uh, Disney's not just going to sit around and let them hold off on this. Uh, Kingdom Hearts made a crap to a load of money team. for Disney. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. They get the exposure into the gaming I mean, area, which they don't really have. And this is why we have to have all these crappy copyrights on all of our media for the stupid Kingdom Hearts games. Hmm. Well, like it's even worse when they bring in like Tim Burton stuff, and you're just like, what? <laughs> now and I have, have seven have lines of copyright? copyright? What the heck? Yeah, every time we had um, uh, a Tarzan image, we had to have two copyrights on it. It's just like, ah. <laughs> okay, yeah. weird. Yeah. Um, so, I, I think that's going to come down to it, and they're going to literally have to look at it and say, "Well, what do we want? You know, Nomura and the team to be working on? Do we want them to be working on the Seven remake, which we think will make a bazillion dollars, or do we want them to work on Kingdom Hearts Three, which we think will also make a bazillion dollars? <laughs> yeah. But we have to share some with Disney." Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, 
Both of these titles. Well, but are you don't want to piss off Disney because you want to keep that relationship because right. that's going to last longer. Disney, especially in Japan, where relationships are everything. Yeah. Well, right. Yeah. All right. So you know it. After having you know a long hard think about that, I think it just. I think it irritates me that they're still dangling this potential of a Final Fantasy VII remake. It's like, just say no and stop answering the question. Well, I think if they... Well, it's interesting you brought that up, Anna. (laughs) 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 Uh, So, Yoichi Wada had a comment about Final Fantasy VII now. Um, Now, in the past, he's been quoted as saying it's unrealistic, that it's tough to do in HD, and that it's not happening. Or Square well, Enix people have said these things. No, Wada has specifically said that we can't even begin to discuss it until Final Fantasy Thirteen is released. Yes, and then Nomura was like, there's no way, it would take too many years to do. And Nomura was do. like, yeah, there's no way. Yeah, it just can't happen. Um, all right, now there was an interview at Final Fantasy Thirteen's launch party. So this would have been a couple weeks ago. I'm, it's, I'm surprised it's hitting the internet now. Um, wait, 13's launch party? Well, they party? had to get it translated. Well, which 13's launch party? The one here? The one the, here. The one here? Oh. Okay. I hope so, because otherwise, like, this is just no. Otherwise, story. this is really old. <laughs> um, Yoi <Chiwata laughs> said, the company is going to explore the possibility of revisiting the classic RPG. Okay, his quote is going to explore the possibility. And they're inserting other words here that apparently that he's referring to the possibility of doing Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, he also said, quote, um, whether or not we're going to, to do it, if we're going to do it, yeah. and the platform. Right. So it's going to get tossed to some outside like team for the PSP. <laughs> yeah, think, I don't yeah. know. It doesn't sound like they're really sold on the idea. No, they're not. They, they just don't. They don't want to do it. I'm, you well, know, I think their biggest that, problem is why. Um, do, so this brings. Okay, go ahead. Say what you're going to say. The compilation didn't do what they expected. Oh, did it not? Okay. I mean, Advent Children was a success, mm-hmm. but Dirge of Cerberus wasn't really that, well, that good. Was a crappy game. Crisis Core wasn't the numbers they expected even though it, it was, was a, a good game, game. Yeah. and then what was the other one before crisis i mean i have no idea what the mobile numbers were but here it was wasn't there the, another you know, game no that was the four that was it okay the yeah it's ac the... bc cc and dc oh yeah right. <laughs> yes 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 no. okay yeah so you know i i know they finally released before crisis here i think on the wii like in the virtual console thing did they or they were going to? I don't See, know that the they. I, I think they did that in Japan. I don't know if they did that here. In Japan, it was a mobile device, so yeah. that was easy. I don't know that they brought out before Crisis here. Chat room. That's a good. They're question. not saying. They're talking about Robocalypse. Right. I know they. They're on a different guys. show. Um, <laughs> we have we have Final Fantasy VII before Crisis listed as. Uh, yeah, I don't know. For some reason, I thought we had. No, it hasn't been released here. Okay. No, I thought we had some news about what potential system it would be on. Yeah. And the, in the pre-E3 2005 press conference, Square Enix announced the English version of the game would be released in the United States in 2006. It wasn't the revealing room of the game released in Sprint Phones, and then it completely died after that. So we haven't heard about it right. in four years. Yeah, so it's not coming out. Um, right. They're done with that. Yeah, it's done. So... Yeah. I mean, it would came it out in sell? 2000. Would it Apparently sell? Apparently it was. What? Would a Final Fantasy VII HD remix actually sell? Or is it HD, just a bunch? No. Yes. HD is too too long. It'll take three more years. They'll never finish it. And they'll finally, you know, the reason it'll be like, we'll be on Final Fantasy 15 or what something. What if it's HD but not to the level of 13? 
uh, then you're then everybody criticizes that it never was a level issue. It's like a PSN title or something. It's like a it's like a White Knight Chronicles. Well, but, thing, I think I, you, you can forgive White Knight's Chronicles graphics. It's a criticism, <laughs> but you can overlook it. What are if you saying, Manny? It had a no, story. No, 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 Manny, what are you the saying? people's memories are just are just way too jaded about this game that I feel like almost anything they could do, someone's going to sit there and criticize it unless the they really do spend the. What it used to be. It has to be PSP. If they try to do a big thing, it's why what does it look as good? They could do 13? a DS. No. 3DS, no. They they could do a PSP. No. They could use the yeah. Crisis Core engine. But everyone wants everyone all the the the, the requests about this game, guys. Going back for the past two years, three years, has been to make an it as high HD as Final Fantasy VII remake. It's that's always been a part of the request, not just a remake, an HD remake. That's that's very true. So you're going to piss fans insane. off and just go with a PSP fan release, I think. Yeah, but you know what? I would get it in the next year. You can play Final Fantasy VII on the PSP right now. It looks like crap. I, well, it looked like crap I don't think they could please anybody with whatever they do with this game. And I think that's the danger. I think that's the danger. I think this is why they don't want to do it, is the fact that everybody... This is like their little golden child, okay? It sold the most. It was the most, you know, pronounced... When people, you know, there's so many people. There's my favorite Final Fantasy. I don't would know. Would you wrong buy with a it. remake, Michael? Yes. I would buy a remake. I would play I would buy through a remake, it. I would. I would definitely give it another try. There are stipulations for this. Yeah. Um, one of the reasons I want a remake is I want it retranslated. Yep, that's absolutely true. And you and know, if they did a full HD remix, yes, that would be part of it. You know that. Even if they did it PSP, they'd retranslate. I know. It. Yeah, that, that's going to happen. What about updates I mean, to the battle system? Don't care. I'm yeah. fine with the battle system. The battle system is a little okay. dated by today's date. No, it's it's traditional. It's what everyone wants. This is right. everyone yeah. bitched about 13's final uh, battle system. This, give them this. <laughs> this is what you know. It, yeah, if everybody's saying you know 13 yeah. isn't what they want, here's this what, is I, what I would want. want. I would want them to rebalance. You know, like different materia, maybe different things in different locations, so it doesn't feel like the exact same experience. I would maybe. want more materia. You know, so I, I mean, I'd rebalance it in that way. But I don't think you need to change the core battle system. I'm, I'm no. still fine with materia and materia leveling. Um, when I when I played seven again, the two things I struggled with most was the story because yeah. there was still a lot I didn't really get, yeah. and it was the um, once you open up, you you know you go to like the first two places and they're really like I don't know figure it out, and if they could refine that a little more. Mm-hmm. Because I liked the little defense game. <laughs> yeah, and that was another thing is make it so like the defense game is in the golden saucer or something. I can keep playing it. Don't make me keep going back and doing it at certain times and missing certain ones and things like that. I mean, these are nitpicky things, but I think that also shows like how little I thought was wrong with it. But yet I couldn't finish it because it was just so outdated. You can finish it. What do you mean? When I replayed it for the year of Final Fantasy. Oh, okay. I lost interest. It was so outdated. The story wasn't catching me because there's just so when much I don't get. did you try to do that? During the month that it was Final Fantasy VII. Oh, okay. I don't know when that was. Right. That, that would July? have been about five months ago. Okay. Yeah, about five months ago. Right. And I got through most of the first disc, and it was kind of like, yeah, I've lost interest. <laughs> okay. Once she's gone, I can't play anymore. No, Isn't funny. it funny, though? They, they did all that... Uh, the, what was it called? The compilation, the thing. This will finally satiate our fans. They like, will finally leave us alone. No. Here you go. It's <laughs> no, not a no. remake, but we're expanding the universe. Not good enough. Not good enough. Well, and that was crappy games. 
Yeah, I mean, we got one one game and a decent movie out of that, and that was yeah, pretty much it. That was it. A bunch of crap. So no, of course not. People aren't going to be satisfied with that. Didn't before Crisis score pretty well in Japan? I, I don't. It's know. a cell phone game. I don't care. Yeah, we don't. We you know our policy on cell phone gaming. No mobile yeah, I know gaming. You don't care, but I mean, you're like we except we all have iPhones. Except for the iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> yes, put before Crisis on the iPhone, and Chris will love it. Yeah, there you go. Why don't they? Um, because they never translated it. I don't know that it would control very well. I don't even know how to play it. Oh, before Crisis. Sorry, that would that would probably work. Yeah, they should do that. That's a good idea. They, they've they're on they're focusing on other things. That would take that would take their Japanese team to do it. And I mean, they're, they're finishing off things. Chaos Rings and stuff like that. Well, they got a different studio on Chaos Rings, but you know, oh, that's right. Uh, Wild Arms People Media Vision. I don't know whoever did their before Crisis, but who knows? Uh, Nomura did it. Did he? He's an artist, yeah. Well, I know he's an artist for it, but does that? And Katase, Katase's busy. Who did the game? Katase's the designer, and he's busy. Of Before Crisis. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's definitely busy with. Versus? He's a little busy right what now. What is he doing? Is he doing verses? I I think everyone on there is doing verses, aren't oh, they? Okay. I thought Nomura well, I mean, was doing verses. Thirteen. I thought Nomura was in the the Katase role for verses, so that's my confusion. No, he's still working on the third. The third birthday come out yet? Oh no, not yet. And he's still working on that. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> so yeah, he's busy. All right, so well, guys, there's there's your weekly update on Final Fantasy VII. So there's hope. Hope springs eternal, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. that that brings us to the end of the news. So, Whew, that was long. Can I do my nail playing, please? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, uh, I have a pick and an I'm not sure yet. Alright. Because <laughs> okay. Oh my god, Konami finally sent me Puzzle Chronicle. Oh good for them. Two All right. months later. They finally sent me Puzzle Chronicles. But they had to send me not Puzzle Chronicles first, but at least we knew then that they knew my mailing address. Mm-hmm. So um, what do you think? <laughs> I haven't decided yet. I think I spoiled myself a little bit by playing the demo on the PC first because the PC has uh, much nicer graphics than the DS version. Okay. Like, for example, um, the stones on the playing field uh, are like nice stones with like little beveled edges and stuff like on the PC version. And on the DS, they are blocks. Got it. So that was a little disappointing. But I mean... I can't put that in the review because we don't review on system specs. <laughs> so it's sort of, I basically got it out of my system by like writing down all of the things that were different between the two uh, games and then going, okay, I have to make sure that these are things I do not put in the review. Oh. I am going to. Why call isn't that graphics. a valid point? Well, because. The graphics are crappy, but I shouldn't say the graphics are crappy in comparison to the PC version. Why not? Because that's not relevant. Yes, it is. That's not the way we're real. That's if not you're reviewing a DS game and it's a PC version too, I think that's entirely relevant. No, because otherwise we'd get into shitty pissing matches about uh, Final Fantasy Thirteen, and we're not going there. What? All right, that didn't even make any sense. Why we okay, didn't? You're talk talking about, about two versions different... of the same game, and I don't see why it's anything out of the boundary of the review to mention that your review is graphically inferior. 
Yeah, that's no. multi-platform comparisons are fair game. Yeah, multi-platform comparison in a game is entirely plausible. I, I always want the reviewer to ah. tell me that, personally. Yeah. How else would we know that Bayonetta on PS3 sucked? Well, she's only got the one version of the game, though. So. But she had a demo. And I have she saw played, it, it like, two hours of the PC version. I'm going to be playing a hell of a lot more than that. And that changes well, it doesn't the take that how. long to tell that the graphics are bad, though. Yeah, uh, that, that affects the graphics how. I mean, when All I was right. doing Puzzle Quest and I saw the DS and the PSP, it would have been perfectly easy for me to mention the DS graphics, even though it was a PSP review. No, I didn't because I didn't have a copy. Here's the thing. I am going to mention that the graphics are not awesome. Mm-hmm. Because they but you're not going to mention in comparison to other ports, and that's the thing I don't no. understand. Well, all right, let's not argue about this now. So, does the game suck, or is it good? Yeah, I'm is not it, is it actually sure. Fun? You're not sure. Okay. Okay, so it's not going to get back to us. Yes. Okay. Is it going to stay fun? I don't know. I haven't gotten past the point. Has that it I started being fun? I, I enjoy it, but I enjoy puzzle games. Where, are you, I mean, where did I'm, you find this Puzzle Chronicles? It's not on Steam or Impulse. No, no it's a DS finally, version. Well, you the said the there's DS a PC game. demo. Yeah, they, there's they a released PC a PC demo, demo on their website. But there's no, like, PC download version? No. No. Oh, great. It's not through any of the... This was, this was yeah, like a dev version that they wrapped up and gave to you. Oh. Well, yeah, so it's not, a, it's not a real port of the game, then? There's no real PC version? It's supposed to come. I think it got canceled. Oh, that's hard. Oh, then you can't really compare it, then, because it's See? not even an option. I mean, this was the point that I was trying to get at. Yeah. It's like, I played the demo, and I... yeah. PC version. They say but downloadable still- PC, but just says play the demo. DS, yeah, PSP, think- PSN, and Xbox Live. So, yep. oh, but well, it's not it out on all those systems yet. It's not out on them yet. Well, let's see. They've got a link for the Xbox Live one. Let's see. Uh, I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. How does this mm-hmm. gameplay work? Does it suck? Is it good? It's really different. Oh, that's good. It brought me to other- a link to Vandal Hearts. <laughs> so like we have this on xbox go play that instead that's funny hmm. uh, awkward moment. wow this is a first what? what it's called puzzle chronicles right yeah yeah there's no wiki page no it's that good of a game well, it's that subtle of a game. They really have not been pushing coverage for it at all. Uh, yeah, the Puzzle Chronicles Xbox Live version is currently a uh, TBA. So is the PSN. It's available on PSP and DS right now. PSN, PC, and XBLA, TBA. Oh, I had to think about that. Okay. So, I don't know. I'm playing it. I haven't formed super huge attachments or yet just letting people know that we finally have someone playing it cool beans and I what did you play that y- is a pick um pokemon pokemon gold uh, gold uh soul silver because like silver everybody better. has gold that i know Bruce. don't you guys I, have I have silver okay but michael has gold right that's right and he's the trading house so and a couple of if you want Pokemon, <laughs> a couple of my other friends also have gold, so I oh. decided to go with Silver. And I apologize because I apparently confused some people last week by saying it was half price, 
explain this out in the podcast thread, but it actually works out to half price for me because yeah, I went. it's so overpriced in Canada. Yeah, it's it's sure. awful price in Canada. It's sixty dollars in Canada. So I went down to the states and I got it for forty dollars US. And uh, did they not give you no, the deal? No, it was thirty nine. It was not thirty five. I even Yeet. had him pull out his flyer and look at it. Here online, it's just thirty four ninety nine. Okay. Online well, price apparently five dollars cheaper online, probably because they pad you with five dollars for shipping. No, 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 it was a flyer for the okay, store. okay, guys, okay, okay, it anyway, doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> just for the record, Puzzle Chronicles' highest rating on Metacritic is 80. Okay, that's not bad. No, no, that is the yeah, highest review. The highest review. Yeah. So there's two green reviews yeah, and the rest but, but are the highest yellow. on Metacritic, lowest on Metacritic doesn't matter. Who's actually giving their reviews that isn't stupid? And what are they scoring it? Because I don't trust half the sites on Metacritic. Into. Huh? Seven translates into like a C plus or something. What? I have no idea. You said Bentu. I don't know what Bentu is. It's one up. Okay. What is it? So that sounds like a C plus or something. What are you talking about? One up scores? Oh, B minus actually. They don't tell you what the score is there. No, Metacritic gives you a oh. translated number. Yeah, go to game rankings. They actually give you the site score. Five, a five, fifty, five out of ten, or whatever. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, that doesn't work for one ups, because some of the reviewers score C plus as like a, a fine game that that does everything right but doesn't do anything outstanding, and some score C plus as like crap. So. Okay, the review subtitle is "They can't all be gems." That okay, so not so good. <laughs> Fair enough. Of course, for you. I like the fact that it's a different take on the puzzling system because basically you have a line <laughs> there's down a, the middle. There's a review you, of the PSN version. What? The one-up review counts it as being for all platforms. So. Right, because okay. it does the also and so. Yeah. That's funny because it doesn't actually mention um, PSN in the review. Game ranking sucks on this. Right? Yeah, they they either did it on the PSP or on the DS. They did it on the PSP. It sounds like most people. Yeah, I had the choice between PSP and DS, and I chose DS because I like my DS better. That's fine. It doesn't sound so good. Um, what else did? You, oh, so Pokemon was good. All right. Yeah. So I have two badges, and apparently I don't suck at the Pokewalker, and Michael does. So neither, right, neither. Good for you. <laughs> oh right because you actually waste your watts catching things that's right I do too yeah I mean I like there's yeah. nothing there's absolutely nothing in the Poke Walker for the stages that you two have open that it matters okay good for um, us both Nidorans a Paris an Oddish and a Ponyta. it's things that you can't get at that stage in the main game I you can get Nidorans any level of those. 12 I haven't seen any of those things I, I did not I, see a catchable Nidoran I have both Nidorans. Okay, at level I don't. 12. I do not. Well, okay. suck. Sorry. Suck for you. Um, I haven't seen either Nidoran in You have game. gold. I have we have badges. silver, Mike. That is not one of the exclusives. How do you know? Because Cerebi has a list. Oh, okay. Never mind then. So, Pokemon, Pokemon, Pokemon. I I'm still playing that too. It's great. You like it. Everyone likes it. It's still Pokemon. I don't think we have anything to add on it, right? No, no but really. that's pretty much what but we've been playing except I'm, for 13. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of excited now because Ian came home with a DSi, which means I can trade some of my Pokemon from my uh, Pearl game onto my... Excellent. Good for you. Soul Silver. Start cheating. And then I can yes, throw up 
I could throw out my poor broken DSi <laughs> or my poor broken old DS because my um, DS Lite is that. letting go at the hinges. So you have two, it's like or you had apart. one that was broken. I have okay. one. It is falling apart. You should okay. hold the, on to it. Anyway. I have like three like visible, distinct cracks yeah, between the two that's hinges. Fun. That's normal though. They they crack. Yeah, like but that. I can like I can like if I hold the two pieces, I can feel them coming apart. Yes, it's, if you it, if you rip them apart, they will come apart. You're absolutely right. That's not what I mean. I know. I know. <laughs> that was funny. You should be. You should hold on yeah, to it. Yeah, I actually it's can't even have like my monitor straight up anymore. It's like 180 degrees across the whole platform now because it just monitor won't stay up anymore. It's quite broken. So I'm very happy, and it means I might be reviewing that. Uh, that photo showdown game that came out. All right. Um, Michael and I, I think, are still both playing Pokemon in 13, right? No mm-hmm. changes there? Nothing. Okay. So, Manny, do you have any picks or avoids? Um, it's not an RPG, but I will say, if you support this game if you can, since it was really uh, overlooked. Uh, Dead Space Extraction on Wii. Ah, right. Nice. Yeah. I, sold it only, I heard it only sold 8,000 copies. Ouch! Wow! Yeah. Whoa! That's, that's awful. Bad. It is pretty awful, which is sad because it is such a great game. It is really like playing through a movie. It's an Unreal shooter. And I got it for like maybe twenty bucks or less. Should I play Dead pretty... Space first, or is it... uh, this is a prequel? This shows you what happens on the planet before. But do I want Isaac to know that up. before playing Dead Space? Or but I feel like everyone knows by now since they've been like talking about Dead Space two to no end. There's crazy monsters on board. I mean. Oh, is that it? That's all the story of Dead Space is? Crazy well, monsters go kill? <laughs> I figure it's like watching, I don't know, I figure like Dead Space is aliens and now Dead Space Extraction is alien, so. Mm-hmm. It's up to you. Do you want to get surprised earlier or later? Okay, fair enough. Yeah. And uh, one last little thing before, since it's my time to shine. Any suggestions for the next game night from you guys? You were going to go with White Knight Chronicles. Oh no! Yeah, White Knight Chronicles could be on the list. I'm going to have like maybe like five games to vote on. Uh, honestly, nothing's changed, so it's going to be a same list, man. Lame. I. What do you want from me? I don't. I don't have any good stuff. I just want to know what you guys own because if I put it out there, we For, own this. I own Crackdown now. I could play Crackdown. All right. But, what do you Crackdown want? and White Knight Chronicles. Ghostbusters. I have Ghostbusters. I've got Forza. I've got um, Left for Dead. Um, Michael is Which one? For Dead one. one or two? The first one. Okay. And I, we don't. We do could do multi- Guitar Hero. I mean, we could do freaking Pokemon oh, oh, battle. I've got, I've got. I've got. We could do Pokemon. Pokemon's a great idea. Let's do Pokemon. Pokemon night. Pokemon makes sense. Level fifty and stuff, and you can trade. And, yeah, that Except actually be fun. I don't have any level fifties, but you know. No, no, no. It ups them to level. 50. Yeah, and then they don't have any good abilities, and then you you lose. Yeah, I didn't see any abilities for the main character I've been using since level forty six. Anyway, what are you worried? Sure. See, that's why I asked. Okay, Pokemon <laughs> and White Knight Chronicles. Pokemon. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's also level twenty versions and stuff. It'd be interesting. Cool. How oh, that works? Moves though. Hmm. Good to find out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Pokemon's a great one. Go with that Pokemon's one. a good one, and oh. yeah, there you go. Or we could do Indestructible, Street Fighter Four. Oh, so I'll do a game Super Street Fighter Four game night in April. Oh, Wait. I have to buy Super now. 
Well, it's because they have eight per- they have eight player parties now, where like it's big eight player eight players join together and they watch each other play, and it's like a big tournament against these eight players. Oh, okay, cool. That sounds useful. Rome. Anna's taken off. Thank you, Anna. Bye, bye, Anna. Right. Hello. She's gone. fun driving gone. back to the states. Yes, again, again. And uh, I think we're done, though, right? Wrapping up now. As we have like, some big secrets to reveal. No, we don't have any secrets. I'm going to mm. Midwest Gaming Classic, so I'm going to be there today and tomorrow. And uh, what is Midwest Gaming Classic, Chris? Well, Midwest Gaming Classic. Let's let's read it right off the. <laughs> <laughs> let's not even be ready. Let's like, oh, I don't know. I know what it is, but uh, I want well, I want to see it. the Midwest Gaming Classic is the largest all-encompassing electronic gaming trade show in the Midwest. Take a look at the brief introduction from one of the event founders to see what to expect. So it's um it, it it's a it's a big old you know it's classic gaming. So it celebrates gaming from way back in the day to current day gaming. You have mm-hmm. a bunch of basically used game merchandise, used games, used game system vendors, including one import vendor who sets up with a bunch of really overpriced stuff from Japan. Um, I'll be visiting mm-hmm. him, and <laughs> there's uh there's. Uh, the people from Drunken Gamers Radio are there with a booth. People from VGEvil.com are there with a booth. Uh, mm-hmm. So there's there's a bunch of like site. Ben Heck, that that dude who does really cool console mods, makes like the portable Nintendo systems, portable Super Nintendo. BenHeck.com, he's going to be there showing people how he does mods. Um, there's a bunch of pinball Sucking tables. Right. You can do p- free play pinball. Just pay, you pay admission to get into the event of Midwest Gaming Classics, like ten bucks, and then it's free play everything. So go play games all day. So I'll play a lot of pinball, be shopping used games, looking for old stuff. And Take some fun. pictures, man. I will. Put them on the site. I'm going to put some stuff on the Twitter. So follow the RPGamer <laughs> Twitter, and I'll see if there's anything useful I can put up on the site. Because... You know. And some old RPGs, and you take pictures of them. I'll, I'll look. I'll try to do that. If you need a place that... If you don't have anywhere specific to put it, you can hijack my column. <laughs> all right. I'll try to do that. Done. Yoink. <laughs> Yoink. <laughs> Time to write this thing right. All right. And if you're going to be there, uh, you're probably not hearing this because I won't be putting this up till if I'm lucky, the middle of the night tonight, and if not, till after it's over. But um, I'd love to meet my people. Let call in if you saw the famous celebrity Chris Privet here. Yeah. Yeah. If you saw me. Uh huh. Uh, all right, and that's it. She's uh, wearing a big sign. I'm famous on the internet. I'm famous on the internet. <laughs> Among a small number of viewers of a live... Oh, 19 viewers. That's a record for us. Nice. <laughs> We're exciting. I no, seriously, that's like double where we used to be, so I'm happy about that. There you go, that. man. Game night exploded. 19 viewers. We're going to be 30, you know, 38, and then we're going to be like a bazillion. It's going to be awesome. Profit. Right there. Join the RP Gamer Guild in every game ever. Yes, that's right. Starting one in everything. That'd be awesome. That's uh, that's the live stream viewers. The podcast itself gets more. <laughs> I was going to say, oh yeah, 19 people listen to us. Yay! It's nothing compared to the podcast, so that's good. Yeah, no. Alright, thank good, you though. very much, and we will see you next week. Until then, we are out. Um, bye, everybody. Enjoy PAX East. <laughs>